Welcome back to your favorite project on the internet. We're underground. We're subversive. We're making moves. We're changing the world here. We're back in action. It's Toilet Wine with Dom and Joe. Dom, say hi to the audience, please, would you? How's it going, audience? I hope you're liking Toilet Wine so far. I know I am. Uh, it's sterile, and I like the taste. Today, we're here to talk about a particularly cool subject. It's off the wall. It's on the wall. It's underground. It's derived from the Italian word graffo, which means to scratch, or its actual word, which means incise inscriptions. What are we talking about today, Dominic? What are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about graffiti. Graffiti! Oh my god! We're talking about graffiti. Also known as tagging. I I never uh, really made the correlation before that graffiti is such an Italian sounding name. I didn't either. I had to look up where it came from. Like, where does it come from? It's like graffiti. Graffiti, man. For a long, long time. So what made us pick the subject? It was it was your idea, and I was wholeheartedly on board with it. But yeah, what, what got if I remember you correctly, um, I was at a brewery, and you called me, and I went outside. And you, I don't know why you called me, but I said, hey, hold on. I have an idea for the topic, graffiti. And you're like, hell yeah, man, let's do it. And you didn't ask me how I thought of it. <laughs> I'm asking know. you now. I don't know how I thought of it. Okay, <laughs> it was just somewhere rattling around moment, your brain. Like, oh, graffiti would be cool. And all of a sudden, yeah. you called, and I was, it was still in my mind. Uh, how the show gets made, folks. A lot of and here we are. What first thing you think of is what you're gonna get. <laughs> so has everyone um, soaked up Dom's aesthetic? Yeah, it's cool. He's got the whole thing at. But of course, I'm gonna be the sticker for the podcast and ask him to pull that bandana down so I can hear him. It sounds like you're talking to a pillow right now. <laughs> this is for all the viewers. There he goes. Wow, the challenge Ooh. to be free. Yeah, that bandana was really tight. It was right across my nose. It'll make for a great thumbnail, so I appreciate that. Well, that's what it's all about, thumbnails. 95% of YouTube views are based on thumbnails. The rest of it's just yep. filler, so you already just earned us at least a dozen views. Maybe yeah, I think, if dozen. I remember correctly, I was reading a thing about the algorithm, and it's like... Algae rhythm. The, uh, the thumbnail is 90% of the views um and then the title is another five percent and then the actual thing's another five and that's 100 percent. wow so i was exaggerating but i was dead on bulls accurate yeah it's, it's all, the content is almost worth nothing yeah no i, I'm I think completely making that up i have no idea oh well, well i think i agree with you <laughs> the, the the actual content is probably only worth it's worth like the longevity like the spreading of it but the actual people looking at it, it thumbnail and title are the entire thing it's like picking out a uh you know, a, a rental at Blockbuster or picking out a book. It's like, it's all what, what you just see. You're judging it by the cover and hopefully something's in there. But if you have a white book that says like the history of history, no one's fucking picking that shit up. They want to ha- read something that says guns, germs, and steel. You know, Ooh, I'll read this. And that book's <laughs> popular as hell. Oh yeah. Oh, you ever heard yeah. of that book? It's pretty good. I have not heard of that book. Is that a real thing? Yeah, it's it's about the uh, like the conquest of America and colonialism. It, it, guns, germs, and steel are basically like the reasons why it was so successful, and that's the name of the uh, book. It did it in descending order. It should be called Germs, 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 
steel, and also they had guns. Yeah, <laughs> that would which, be the uh, which you can't which you can't make without steel. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said it. <laughs> yep. But we're not talking about guns, germs, and steel today. We're talking about uh, tagging it up, man. Tagging the nation. Graffiti. Graffiti. Margarete. Um, and where it all comes from. I mean, what do we think about graffiti right now? Let's just do a quick, like, last uh, uh, Rorschach yeah. test what graffiti uh, is to me. My my, my experience on it is, is varied. Um, as a kid, I actually thought it was bad. Not just because of all the, you know, the mass media always depicting graffiti. Like, dude, graffiti is a cool thing to put in movies, like, and still be, like, family-friendly. Like, it's, it's a good crime to put in a movie and be like, this character's a bad boy, but he's not, like, a piece of shit. Like, they don't want to see you, like, holding someone up with a knife to their throat and saying, give me $10. They, if you tag something, like, oh, this is, a, this is a bad boy. But as a kid, I remember, like, looking at shit, like, going into Boston and being like, this is so fucked up. They just, like, ruined this whole thing. There's, like, paint all over it. It's fucked. But as I got older, I'm like, yeah, that shit's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like an, an art form. Yeah, and you know, kind of like when you were just saying, you know, you're not gonna, you know, he's a bad guy because graffiti, but it's you know, we don't want to show anyone being robbed at knife point. First yeah. thing I thought of was Titanic would be way different if uh, he held the knife to her neck, like, let me draw you. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you, is it? It's totally, totally your decision, but uh, yeah, no graffiti. It's yeah, it's it's one of those things. Right? It's really cool. I'm glad people do it, and it's you know stayed popular for so long. But I totally understand why it's illegal, and you know they build this brand new building. It's like oh, well, now there's fucking paint all over it. That's now we got to go pay someone to go try to get it off. Yeah, yeah. And it's, know it's vandalism. It again. Yeah, it's you don't have to break vandalism. a window it's, to ruin a building. You can just paint all over it. Yeah, and, uh, ruin it. And the, but at least but you know, I hope graffiti, we dig into that. Sorry, go ahead. At least for the graffiti, like they're putting artwork on it. They could be those people that just like uh, those oil act, the people that uh, environmental activists that are against oil companies that go to like a car dealership and just throw a gallon of paint on it. Yeah, well, it's that's like, better well, least, than them. They want to throw it on like, actual artwork. Nice. Yeah, they just throw paint on the fucking Mona Lisa. Like, yeah, nice. That's good. Uh, that was that's going to make actually. definite changes. <laughs> yeah. Because she can't have her cake and eat it too. <laughs> exactly but i think that we hope you dig into in this episode here where it being called an art form which i think it is because of the scope of the whole thing but there's forms of graffiti that cannot be considered art right if you write fuck on the side of a fucking car like that's not art you're just being a shithead most of the time yeah and there's a place you could write fuck and it would be art but I think it's about time, place, intention, and artistic value, which I think we should probably judge it on that. Maybe that'll be the crux of what we're talking about today. But we want to delve into this whole thing. Where did it start? Where does it come from? Where's the future of it? I mean, we got, we have all seen it, unless you live in the middle of nowhere. And even then, you've probably seen um, no fat chicks spray-painted on the back of a Mack truck. So everyone's seen graffiti somewhere. <laughs> in some, some form. Or even, uh, fuck, I forget the name of it, but it's you know that little doodle that started during World War II. Everyone used to draw it was the guy with the nose hanging down on his hands. Like oh, this. yeah. It, it was was here. Not Melvin. Yeah. It's, it's something like something that. Something like that. that. That was, I mean, obviously it wasn't the early that, form of graffiti. but that's that, early it was graffiti. A, it was graffiti. And it started mm. in World War II. Some guys, some soldiers started doing it. And it expanded. And now it's you still see people make that little tag. Kilroy was here. Kilroy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that. And that, that makes for a, a spreading an idea a lot more uh, palpable. It's like that um, that super S that we all learned to draw when we were oh, in yeah, school. Oh, yeah, the 90s S. It's like, 
if it's complex enough and like creative enough, but it's very simple and easily transmissible, it's much like a virus in that yeah. way, where it's like the more people can catch it. So Kilroy was here. Obviously, it doesn't take a whole lot of artistic talent to do that, but it's just a couple of simple shapes, and it makes a recognizable symbol. And uh, I think a lot of popular spreading forms of art, whether it is you know that S or the Kilroy, it's like that's part of the reason why it's so adoptable by people. I mean, obviously, there's varying degrees on artistic talent with graffiti. You can always have the the dude drawing a misshapen penis on the side of a building with spray paint, and then half it's blotchy and half it's thin. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And people can draw a photorealistic piece of a person with the same uh, paint cans, and you're like, okay, there's varying degrees of how well you can do this thing. And it's clearly art to some level. Yeah, it's definitely art. It, it, uh there's plenty of people that never use it as art. They just want to do the vandalism thing. But uh, a lot it's of a spectrum, people... That... right? It's either you're just fucking shit up or you're like trying to like make art. Yeah. And everyone has a paint can. So there's something in between there. Yeah, and I think you know, a lot of the people that like... The people that are like, oh, no, I'm a graffiti artist. Like, they really take pride in what they do. They start mm. out as a kid doing, like, writing fuck. Or just being like, oh, I wrote my name on something. Like, mm. but then they learn, like, there's actually, like, a culture behind it. And, like, you can build respect and improve your art. That's one of the, that's one of the things that like um, pulls on me where it's like it's one of those like slippery slide things where it actually is for positive where you're like if you shut people down early saying like you don't ever fucking do this again, then we might not have all the amazing artists we have today if they got shut down in that stage. But at the same time, writing fuck on the side of a city bus is like not helping anybody. Like it's just making life worse for everyone in the world. So it's like you kind of have to get past that aspect of um maybe it's probably like fighters too where like people as kids punk kids just like fighting and beating each other up and being complete piece of shit and then maybe that spawns into a martial arts career or like mma like you can make something out of that but the initial stages are kind of the make or break point where you, society is like cut that shit out and if you don't cut it out and you discipline yourself you can make something out of it but if you don't cut it out and you don't discipline yourself you're just another person ruining the world we live in and you're paying their ass of collective humanity's ass is hurting yeah it, it's like uh you know it starts off like they're doing the wrong thing but you know over time if you give them the right uh i guess like palette to work through you can turn that negative into a positive influence which i still you know graffiti still doesn't get looked that way because it is still vandalism no matter how talented you are sure but, uh, you know, I'd, I'd still rather see someone do a drawing of something than, you know, a penis. That Yeah, same here. Or, or it's a very well-drawn penis. Like, you put some effort into it. There's something to be said. It's like a statement, whatever. Fine. Uh, as long as there's some intention behind it besides, I just want to, you know, hurt something beautiful, to quote Fight Club. Uh, but I think that Providence does a pretty good job at this, where obviously Providence has, like, their share of graffiti and shitties words everywhere especially the trains and everything it's all sprayed all over it's terrible but what they did instead of banning all artwork they started commissioning pieces on buildings so they would have professional artists come in and make these art pieces that were like these blank canvases which graffiti artists would see is like oh this is just an open page but instead of like letting people just fuck it up they actually said have at it make your art we're not going to arrest you to do anything like try to make it good and there's a bunch of amazing pieces of art all over the buildings in providence but they are intentional time was put into it and they gave them you know the space they needed to make these beautiful pieces and it's some of the best graffiti i've seen in the world if you can even count it as graffiti because 
it's been commissioned by the city to say, go ahead, make this art piece. Like, there's some yeah. amazing shit if you just give them carte blanche to do it. And it, it turns out great, which I wonder if more cities would adopt that if they would have less destructive graffiti and more beautiful stuff. Because a lot of the time, it's not the fact that they want to fuck shit up. It's just they want to make art that just they're not allowed to. But if you could allow them to and kind of like give them the opportunity to that, you might have something beautiful made out of it instead of a bunch of shitty scribbles. Yeah, yeah, especially where you know, you're giving them the time of day. Like They don't have to be you know, looking over their shoulders, making sure no one's watching. They can right. take their time and do it, and it'll really make it even better. Plus, then when you have something that's that much work into, you know, no one's going to spray something over it either. That's a big thing, too, where no one's ever spray-painted over them because they know that actual other artists that they maybe some of them aspire to be have take the time of that and that's just disrespect like you'll spray paint paint over like a paint job like if you spray paint fuck and then they paint over it yellow you'll spray paint fuck again the next day but if they you know make an art piece it's like come on man yeah it's like the unwritten code you can't be ruining that art like if that's true so is you you know yeah have you seen uh there's a uh, thing i saw on reddit uh i think it was last year where this guy you know you, you, this will relate to you a little bit because uh the fire hydrant from his house the, it was like the paint was super faded and it was supposed to be red <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, he, he took fire. he took a, a red spray paint can and where it was so faded that you could see the red over what was there before he sprayed paint me onto it and a couple weeks later they painted the whole fire hydrant that's great because he was like they're like well we got to cover that up we can't have this on there and they're like also we probably should paint that fire hydrant it's a win-win. And they matched that, the color that, that he painted it with, so it covered it up, and it was... That's a great story. I mean, that really does take, like, um, both sides of what this art form can be, where it's just, like, it's messaging, it's making changes, but it's, like, minorly destructive and, like, more, yeah, it's like, like uh, making a statement. Con- it's, uh, constructive vandalism. Constructive vandalism. That's a good yeah. phrase to put on that. Yeah, and also, it, it seems like... I can see some version of this being a version of free speech where obviously there's been versions of art that are call speech. Like, for example, being able to videotape people in public or video record, I should say, tape, how old am I? Video record uh, police officers in the line of duty. It's already been by Supreme Court justified as like that is a version of speech because you're putting out what's happening in the world. And you're yeah, you're putting your out. message heard. So although vandalism is illegal, um, there's a there's an argument to be made. I'm saying that that's a version of speech if it's done the right way. Yeah. Paint me on the fire hydrant is not just saying I'm gonna fuck with the fire hydrant. It's saying you guys need to pay attention and like fix shit up around here. And then they did. So it's it's hard to argue that that worked yeah, so it out. Yeah, worked. Like yeah, you can't. You know, they find out who did. It's like oh well, you know, we're, you're giving you hundred dollar fine for uh, vandalism. It's like well, yeah, but now it looks better. Than before yeah, I did that. It's, it's constructive vandalism, like you said. But it's uh, yeah. And g- uh, going back on the, uh, you know, saying the, the buildings in Providence, or they let them, you know, hire these people to do it in these works of art. Uh, I'll put some pictures up uh, for the pod. Also, I hate giving myself assignments, but th- there's yeah. some really cool shit. One of uh, them I saw on Reddit before I before I actually saw it in real life. Uh, and it was like a piece of art. I'm like, oh, it looks so cool. And I was walking downtown. I'm like, that's where I live. I didn't even know that was that. The, like, the, the Leo like, thing, the beer. And yeah, I was like, I did the fucking thing. But uh, yeah, one of the things I learned while I was you know, researching this was uh, how much, uh, how important respect is in the graffiti game. Where, you know, you actually start low and there are these 
people that are higher than you that better art and, you know if you you know you're young you don't know you're just getting into it you do something stupid over someone else's piece yeah. next thing you know these people they're they're mad at you now it's so good it's, they, it's they, some self-policing in communities is not a bad move especially if it doesn't actually have to incur penalties by a law like just like the self-policing to be like keep each other in check kind of thing yeah so now like say you're I don't know, just say you're tag like you just draw like a really rudimentary just Mario face. That's what you do, mm. but you do it over someone else's thing or even just a little bit. They're gonna tell people and they're gonna go around the city. Everything you have up is gonna be covered up. Mm-hmm. Like you don't do that. Like we're teaching you a lesson. And eventually, you know, if you meet, ever meet the person, they're gonna talk to you. They're, they're not gonna like, you know. Sometimes it did get violent enough where you know, uh, people you know, are people. There's gonna be some people that you. are violent, but uh, especially because you're you're. And outside the law, anytime you're outside the law, it's going to be more violence involved because there's less um, cul- uh, culpability when it comes to that. You know, yeah. it's like anything else. Uh, you know, they'll they'll approach you, and you know whether they'll you'll talk, they'll talk it out and be like, "Hey, I know, you know, you've only you're new to this. Don't do that stuff. You got to earn, you know, your own spots." Or they'll, you know, they'll, they people can pay their way out of the beef and be like, "Oh, yeah. like people be like, not money. They'll be like, give me your paint." Yeah, and, and it's like. How many cans of paint you got on you? Four. Give me those. I'll stop covering up your stuff. You stop covering up my stuff. And they go, all right, yeah, sure. That's sick. I never knew that. Because, uh, you know, one of the big things with graffiti is uh, getting the paint. Sure. I mean, obviously, it's kind of like buying eggs on Halloween, right? Like, as soon as you're buying it, like, what do you need this for? It's like, uh, I have a... Uh, I have to mark the streets. You know, I'm, I'm, I work with the uh, dig safe, but yeah, okay. yeah. It's like, well, well, yeah. why are you why are you buying blue? Like, <laughs> why are you buying a rainbow of spray paint cans? Yeah. And also, how come you're using cash and all this stuff? Yeah, it raises. I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, you look at it now. You go to any store, the spray paint. You have to be 18 to buy it now. Some places it's locked behind the cage, and you have to have someone come with the. Yeah, key a lot of places it it's locked up. Yeah. Because, because mean, of that, it's just a simple thing, but you can't really make it yourself, so you have to buy it. Yeah, you, you know, you can run down to the store and buy a hundred pack of pens. They're like, "Oh yeah, whatever." You, you're walking with fifteen cans of this. They're like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, there's a reason no, you're, you're doing not, this. You're not painting you're... your house with this. Usually, if you're buying one can and you're doing it like for a home project, it'll that can will last you years. Sure. Yeah, you really don't need that much of it. So you know, when you get these people. I'm, I wonder how long it took them to catch on when it really started getting popular in like the seventies and early eighties being like, Oh, how, oh, there was a lot of people coming in and buying 20 cans of spray paint. The next thing yeah. you know, there's all, you know, we have to replace an entire subway car cause it's just covered in paint. For sure. And I think there's also like one of those, you know, their first response is probably to be to, to ban the entire thing. Like everyone's first response when they're mad at shit on like a societal level is like, just ban it. Like get rid of like all spray paint should be banned immediately, but like they probably think that like this is useful in many other ways. This is like one version of using it, but like you know all kinds of industries use these paint cans. We can't just ban them outright, so we have to start like policing the, the yeah, sale. Yeah, you got to find a way to do it without being like you can't be like, well, you need a license to buy spray paint. Like that wouldn't work. That right, would backfire exactly. worse than banning it altogether. Yes, which I'm sure they considered both those options. Oh, I'm sure they more did. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, when the drones start getting popular, and they're like, "You need to register your drone." People are like, "No, 
you can't yeah, make me do yeah. that. There's always I that can, balance. I can have it shipped like, to my house. I, I'm not going to register that I have it. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, there's always some kind of balance there where it's like how much autonomy can you have and is it worth making everyone. That's why it's always strange to me. Like when it takes a lot of political weight and like societal weight to make people license something, whether it's a gun, a car, whatever it is. Like you registering something is an, is an indictment on like the activity itself. Like the very fact that you have to put yourself, your name, or you know, anything else to be like, I'm signing this document, I'm paying you money just yeah. to be able to do a thing that I could already do altogether. And the fact that everyone agrees on it, it means that it must have had a major impact before. I mean, no one makes you register to buy like, you know, a gumball. But, you know, if you buy eggs on Halloween, people are like, eh, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Like, why, why do you, are you, what are you making 15 cakes? You don't, you don't need all, the, all these eggs. I'm making a, uh, a All Saints Day cake, so I need oh. it for tomorrow. <laughs> No, that's when the smart people would go you know, for the you know five days leading up to Halloween. Go to five different stores, one day each, buy a dozen eggs, and it doesn't catch on. It's it's like yeah. kind of like a, you know, I I I know we're getting off topic of graffiti a little bit, but um, in South Park when they TP the house and toilet paper, toilet paper, toilet paper. Yeah. Hey, you be careful with this gum now. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. <laughs> it's like yeah, that's exactly. the perfect way to encapsulate. Like, yeah, no. A big enough amount of anything is suspicious. Of course, yeah, and also the timing and everything else. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, so it is also funny that like making purchases can be suspicious. Like if you buy a certain combination of things, people are like, "What are you up to?" It's like, "What do you care?" Like I'm just buying this thing. It's like, yeah, but if you take bleach and X Y Z, you guys can look it up at home. You can make mustard gas. And people like if they buy it together, like you're automatically flagged yeah. on the list to be like, "Why are you buying these yeah. things? Why are you like, buying cucumbers and condoms?" <laughs> Put him on the list. Are you teaching a blowjob class, or is this? It's a, some kind it's of a very, you? very different kind of list, but still a list you don't want to be on. <laughs> All right, this 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 uh, bunch of bananas seems okay, but cucumber, something's going on here. Did you ever watch? Uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I'm I'm assuming you probably didn't. I know I, I saw it when it came out. Um, if I remember correctly, it has Adam Sandler, uh, Paul Blart, Mein Kampf, and Jessica Biel's behind in it. <laughs> yes, and Steve Buscemi. Oh, Steve Buscemi's it. Well, it's part of the Happy Madison shit, I'm sure. Jessica Biel. Oh, I'm so glad. I forgot we're not on Zoom. Everyone can see it. It's beautiful. Buscemi in the flesh. He's been on a couple episodes of Dylan Joe Basin podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. Mostly the live ones. But uh, yeah, no, I remember the movie, which is another one. I know it's so cliche to be like, you can never make that today. But like the entire idea being like, can you imagine being gay? It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that wouldn't work today. But, Even uh, at the time, it was a little bit like late to do that joke. It was like a 90s joke they did in like 2003. It was kind of, I think it was I mean, I remember that. not being it very, like it was, it was even later like than that. that. I think it was late, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely like the bloom was off the rose of adam sandler and like that he was spiraling towards grown-ups and jack and jill like he was on a bad path there spiraling yeah um but yeah no it's there's a scene there where steve buscemi's like the investigator to see if they're really gay and married he's digging through their trash like we need gay stuff i also love that too that that was a real like concept like of course you can get married like there's a gay investigator like there's no fucking way that ever happened so they take a cucumber and like two lemons and they hold it up like it's taking balls. They go, all right, perfect. And they just throw it away. So he can find it later <laughs> and be like, oh, these guys are so gay. 
for having phallic shaped produce. That is that is a weird uh, weird movie. Yeah, I never saw the whole thing. Yeah, don't forget. Also, they're firefighters in that movie. Yeah, which is the you know, it's like the Navy. It's like uh, you're macho but gay. B u t t. I was gonna say, are you saying macho but you're also gay, or it's macho but gay? Because they do it yeah, both. Uh, but gay tambien, as I would say. <laughs> so yeah, I was thinking we could like look back at um, where this all came from. Obviously. It was popularized in the 70s and 80s in America, and I think it's been stifled a little bit, but it's still going strong because although there's probably less graffiti than there was at the time because it's policed more strongly, there's probably more artists than ever. There's just more people, and the idea is more far spread. Um, yeah, probably more probably places more talented artists, giving them so. spots to do it also. Like in What's front that? Of people, there's probably also more spots where they're allowing them to do it. Like, oh, like, yeah. oh, like, like, like oh, well, they figure, oh well, we're not going to be able to stop you. You you can do it right there. If you want to do it, come talk to us. Show us what you can do. And we'll, we'll give you a, a And I think, I, again, we're, we're digressing a little bit here, but, like, yeah. I think that this is such a good way to deal with things like that. Like, if there's things in society that you don't want to happen, and they're going to happen, and people aren't violent criminals, let them do it in the environment in which you want to do it, and make them pay you. It's a win-win. Yeah. It's like... Do the shit that we consider illegal. We don't like the shit. Do it where we want you to do it, how we want you to do it, and pay us. It's like a government dream. The only thing they're missing is telling you not to do it. They're getting like three out of four things, and they're getting paid, which is like – it just makes no sense to me to be Perfect. like, you just don't do that at all. It's like let them do it. They're By the way, they're going to do it anyway, so just yeah. let them do it and then tell them how, where, when, and make them pay you, I said and it works out. Wow. Where, how, but yeah, but it's, you know, it's been going on for a really long time. Um, for, first thing I think of is I was, I don't know if it's technically considered graffiti, but it's on a wall. It's, I mean, art started with cave paintings. That's what I was going to say. Arguably the first type of art ever is graffiti. Like you're literally There's, painting a wall. That was the, all, all you had. You didn't have paper canvas you could do like like we're in a cave there's a hard surface there we can crush yeah. these berries up and mix it with this these other Blow plants out of your mouth and just, and spray just them all fucking over. and you and it was even sprayed a lot of time with the mouth just it was like the spray paint is one of the first yeah. versions of painting and i think that clearly i think i would consider that graffiti i think maybe even reverse it graffiti is cave painting that's a new version of it it's yeah because we, those types of painting not only is it a way to paint in a time before canvases and xyz it was clearly done as an expression it wasn't meant to be like a like a public statement or you weren't trying to make money off of it or resources of it you're just saying i feel a certain way i want to take what's in my brain and put it out into the world and cave paintings were not only the earliest art form that we know about but like clearly a version of that i want to take what's in here and put it out there and have it stay here so that maybe some other people will see it and they'll be affected by it but most of all, I know it's there. It's still there. Yeah. And if you really think about it, now, they went from painting it inside where they were living to now. It's like, well, we don't want to do it inside. We'll put it on the outside of what we're living in or what we're using to get around with. It's still, it's basically mm. the same concept still. It's yeah. Still it's as old there. as human experience. It, it's older than writing is painting, just painting on walls yeah. or whatever. Pictures, I mean, yeah, babies can draw pictures before they can write anything. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Babies really need to step it up with that. Yeah, baby's graffiti is terrible. 
It's always like handprints and stuff. I'm like, yeah, play it out. Pretty play it out. What is that supposed to be a deer? That's one of the oldest cave paintings I've seen too, where it, it's like fifty handprints where the person who was painting it like blew it out their mouth, so like it hit the back of their hand and it would make a shape of it. And um, I was the historian that discovered it, and I was like, we have someone who who painted fifty turkeys, but we're in Indonesia. <laughs> Were there turkeys in Indonesia at the time? You know, I'm just yeah. asking questions. Well, like all I mean, the fucking hey. dumb, the dumbest fucking people on the internet go, I'm just asking questions. No, you're not. But you know you're what? You're stating no, that's, bullshit. That's a, a, a pretty valid way to look at it, though, for like, not now, like 600 years ago. Yeah. I mean, the reason Native Americans got nicknamed Indians is because Columbus was like, oh, we've reached India. It's like, why do you think that? <laughs> you just because you said it's where you were gonna go, and you ended up somewhere else. You're like you're Indians now. He clearly knew it wasn't India, but he's like, I'm not about to be proved wrong after four months. This is India. Yeah, it's like this is what it is. There are turkeys in Indonesia, and there are Indians in America, and there's Indonesians in Turkey. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Cape. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. So that's, that's the earliest one, but it goes back. Um, basically, we can't find a time without it. You could, maybe not, wouldn't consider it graffiti in the way of painting walls and shit like that, but actual graffiti, meaning that clearly it was not meant to be there. Some either talented artist or degenerate dickhead was carving stuff into walls. Like, think about being in, in any public bathroom or anything. Like, people just take a, a sharp object and start just they making their anything. mark yeah. in there. And that goes as far back as the Egyptians, uh, obviously the Greeks and the Roman Empire, the major, yeah. so you know, political powers we know. About. You can you can kind of say you know it, it transitioned from cave paintings to graffiti when uh, the concept of vandalism came about. Is probably what really did it. Yeah, and I think that's a perfect way to bring up which I want to mention is that um, what does that term mean? Vandalism. Do you know where that oh, comes from? Oh, <laughs> you've told me it before. You're gonna, you gotta yeah. say it because you know it much better. I'll than say I it am, again. It is very. It, ha- it happens. Yeah, it's completely connected to the Roman Empire because one of the what they consider barbarian tribes at the time. There was so many of them. Watch the Viking episode from this week if you want to take that out. But um, there is a entire tribe of peoples called the Vandals, and the Vandals were the first tribe ever since the rise of the Roman Empire to go into Rome, tear it the fuck to pieces, and just destroy the whole thing. So that term comes from the idea of someone destroying pieces of property um, for their own benefit, like a vandal, one of these vandals of this tribe. So vandalism comes from the term of acting like a vandal. So that's why we still use the term now from that ancient Roman idea of uh, vandalism to destroy. That means that everyone who is participating in this activity of graffiti is hearkening back to the fall of the Roman Empire. You're yeah. being a vandal. Don't ruin it's our society. Like, yeah. It's, well, see, now that's almost like a form of cultural appropriation. He's a vandal. It's like, he is an American, sir. <laughs> the vandals are a proud people that no longer exist, okay? Uh, you don't talk shit about the vandals. Yeah. But, uh, that would be so great if someone's spray painting and the police comments like, you're you're uh, committing vandalism. It's like that's the song of my peoples. Are you stifling my personal journey, my ancestors? <laughs> you have a card. 
<laughs> level three. I vandals. can trace. I did a twenty three in me, and a lot of my ancestors come from, uh, you know, southern Germany and Eastern Europe, and they are clearly a part of the Vandals. So this is part of my heritage to destroy public property. Are you with trying the word to suppress penis. my heritage? Are you trying you to suppress? To <laughs> uh, help! I'm being yeah. oppressed. Come see the violent heart in the system. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's kind of. I think that's an uh, interesting thing to kind of focus on a little bit. Is it's not just with paint, you know? No. Any, any anything? I mean, any way you can put a design or words onto a public surface. May, may not technically be graffiti, but it all gets classified the same way. So yeah, you can it's get tagging. Just as much trouble as, you know, you could beautifully paint the Virgin Mary on the side of a building. Vandalism. You could just mm-hmm. take a pen. And you used to see it all the time, school buses, the back seat, you'd poke in the holes and you'd make stuff with it. Yeah, that's also and vandalism. It's, it's vandalism, and it's, it's one very clearly in our form, one's just kids fucking around. But uh, they're, they're treated as the same. Where do you thing, draw the line? Where where, yeah. where is the line drawn between those two things? I mean, they just categorize it all as vandalism, but there must be some. Obviously, we we would agree that poking holes in the back of a bus seat and drawing a beautiful uh, picture of the Virgin Mary—they are not the same thing. Even if they're both classified as vandalism, there's something there. And I think you bring up a good point that it doesn't have to be paint or spray paint. I mean, one of the most famous graffiti projects if not the most famous of all time, is um, a picture I'll put up right now, which is the Obey poster, Honor the Giants Obey, his visage. I mean, that was uh, very rarely spray-painted. It was almost always a large acrylic sticker. Posters. Or even, uh, we'll have to get a picture of this. I forget what it's called, but it wasn't really more, but it was an art thing. It happened in England. Uh, In this hill, they made uh they carved in a horse into the hill and they used this they basically found chalk stone and ground it up and mm. you know just they, it was just it's not very deep just a little bit but they laid little chalk down so you can see it being separate it's been it's been there for hundreds of years and to the point where england actually maintains it now yeah they have that that um ancient uh ground it's the the sleeping giant it's a similar thing where it's like built into the hill where it's all these like basically you consider it like it's public art or whatever but they they save it because it's like this was made so long ago like it is a piece of art but at the time it's hard to say whether it was commissioned by the powers that be or if it's just a couple of vandals going out there a couple couple of guys with an idea and they're doing it and now it's like it's a work of art it's history I mean, if it takes long enough, any piece of art history, you know, even if it's, it, it, I mean, on a long enough time scale, you poking holes in the back of the bus seat is a historical monument. Um, the time scale will probably be after the apocalypse, but it, it, you know, depending on how long it is between, it's, it's, it's a piece of history. And anytime someone says on a long enough timeline, I just think of Fight Club. They go on a long enough timeline, everyone's chance of survival drops to zero. <laughs> I hate how much that movie's been trashed because the backlash was so strong. It was so popular. And then everyone like got so mad at it because it was too popular. And of, of course, every asshole you know, it's like their favorite movie. It's like, no, you didn't get the message. Yeah, but I still, so I love good. that movie. And there's so many good yeah. quotes. In Pe- it. People wanted it to be a cult classic and it got popular and they got mad about it. Yeah, it's like the whole, it's like uh, the Joker 
where it's like they're taking all the wrong messages from it, so it ruins the character. Where it's like, yeah, you should just hurt people. It's like, no. It was trying to say how that's not, but it's yeah. kind of shining a light on a society. It's like, all right, you missed the whole thing. Just just work out more and hit people that you don't like. Just go do that. Yeah, yeah, it's all stupid. But uh, Tyler Durden is not a good guy. Okay, that's not you're not no, supposed to not be wanting to be not like at all. Um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, so you're talking, you know, it's, some of the earliest things were in Egypt and in Rome. In Rome. Yeah. But uh, I think another, was, I guess, yeah, it's part of Rome at the time, was uh, a popular one I know you wanted to talk about was uh, the graffiti of Pompeii. Oh, I mean, easily the most famous. I mean, outside of the Obey poster, I mean, it's got to be up there for the best one ever, right? Isn't it your mama joke? Uh, yes, I was looking, it, it, it's, it's the first Your Mama joke. I forget what the actual In joke history. Is. I mean, that again, that is clearly vandalism, but because it's so long ago, it's like, it's a piece of art. Like, you need to just preserve yeah. this thing. But uh, I was doing a little bit of research on it, and it turns out, so, you know, I mean, Pompeii was, it's, it, if there's like one, like, you know, fuck the city of Atlantis. If I want to see some ancient thing, I want to see what Pompeii was like, because it was, they had established real? restaurants. They, yes, and it's also <laughs> real. <laughs> but, <laughs> You know, it was it was a very uh, advanced uh, town compared to the rest yeah. Of it was a modern. Time. It was one of the most modern places in the world. The eye of the Roman Empire. I mean, that's as good as you're gonna get for the yeah, time. And, uh, Besides, you know, outside uh, of China, probably no no one had more advanced uh, civilization. You know, then all of a sudden, uh, you know, uh, big Rome didn't like what was going on, so they, you know paid off the earth to do a little dust up. Cover <laughs> it, <all> up. <laughs> it was a hit job. <laughs> You know, Pompeii never even happened. Those were all paid actors. <laughs> just put up a picture of Alex Jones right there. Just really, just flash it for those a are, second. Those aren't people encrusted in uh, magma. Those are all statues. They were yeah. commissioned by the Roman government to make us feel bad about <laughs> destroying do, do a flash of Alex Jones like Tyler Durden before he shows up and fight bubbles <laughs> in the background really quick. <laughs> Alex Jones doesn't exist. He's just me when I'm at my most insane. Uh, he's, when I have insomnia, I turn into Alex Jones. <laughs> I start, I start blaming, I start blaming the victims <laughs> for national tragedies. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Ray victims were asking for it. Don't cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Is that reminded you yourself? Because usually I say something like that. I'm like, are you going to keep that? You're like, oh, it's staying in. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't say don't cut it out. Don't clip it and do it with no context. That was a oh, yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. Imagine how yeah. crazy that'd be. Oh, you're I saying don't use it for like a promo or something. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. don't yeah, don't use it for a promo. Um but uh <laughs> but yeah, that that your mama joke uh was not the only graffiti in Pompeii. There was uh one it was a bad review of a restaurant. Was Their the, earliest Yelp. Oh my <laughs> god. Humans and, never change. Uh, I don't know exactly what it said because I don't have fucking second screen going it wasn't right a good review because no one who appreciated the restaurant would ever take the time to carve it into no, the wall but it was basically saying like oh like how how can you pass this as food <laughs> <laughs> so italian though <laughs> before italy existed you call this prosciutto <laughs> but uh <laughs> you call this prosciutto but uh, it, it is kind of interesting i mean i don't as far as i know there's no like artwork graffiti there it's all like people fucking around where it's that's it's mm. more like no that's, that's just the vandalism side of it more than like make the artwork but it's still it's it is it's, it's just proof that it's been there for so long and that long ago it was still that evolved 
that you know they're not just putting their hand up and blowing paint over it they're like actually writing stuff no and actually that brings me up to a list that i found which i want to run through with you I maybe mean, we can comment on because i thought it was pretty interesting it's something i can contribute to the podcast here which is seven examples of ancient graffiti and they're like shit like this if you want to run through that yeah cool with it. It. uh the first one it comes from ancient egypt they think it's about 3500 years old at least the wall was uh, so who knows how long ago that was. But um, when Romans visited the site 2,000 years later, it was there. So at least between then and that point, yep. it was there. And what it said was, I visited and I did not like anything except the sarcophagus. <laughs> like the earliest version <laughs> of I visited Miami and all the guys with shitty t-shirt. Like that's the oldest version. <laughs> I went to I went to Egypt and I like the sarcophagus. Like, yeah, it's not really that clever, part. but like it's really dry and hot and it's windy and there's locusts. But the the sarcophagus was the sarcophagus cool. was made nice. the trip. <laughs> yeah. But I know I think it's really. I mean, cool it all also. it all amounts to I was here. I want to say something. Yeah, all, they all do. But. Um, I, I do think it's really cool though how it's you know like you know how far the Romans got. Like imagine you know for us in the 1800s when they were finding all these uh, pyramids and all these like. Uh, burial chambers like this is amazing people have been discovering that stuff for thousands of years yeah and it's been discovered especially during the roman empire when rome was going into egypt and they were finding things at the great pyramid of giza it had been like longer between the building of that pyramid and the romans finding it than the romans finding it in us right now so like it's that much of a gap yeah, the Romans. Like, That's the Romans how old it there. is. The Romans were farther away from the building of it than we are from them finding it, which yeah. it blows my mind every time. Or if they they got there, they would see. You know, obviously Egypt has never been an abandoned country. There's still people living yeah. there. Yeah, but to them, they, 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 they were discovering go, ancient civilization. Yeah, they would go, "Hey, uh, that big pyramid thing. When was that built? Who built that?" And they're like, "We have no idea. It's always been here." It's always been here. We, I mean, we obviously know why it's here, but we don't know yeah, how it was built. Enough generations have gone by that they stopped talking. Like, it'll happen for everything. It'll happen for like, oh, who built this skyscraper? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we obviously have a better grasp on it now because we're archiving everything all the time digitally. But yeah. if there ever comes a time, which there surely will at some point in the, in the planet where all those digital archives are just as fickle as the Library of Alexandria... We will lose this knowledge. So yeah. at some point they'll well, be like, even, uh, "What was this all for?" We don't even fucking know anymore. Yeah. But even eventually, it's you know, you'll always be able to look it up. But if it's something that used to be common knowledge to people, will eventually they'll start probably will stop passing by word of mouth. And uh, but you know, I mean, yeah, you're right. You can always look it up now, I and mean, you maybe for two thousand years in the future you can look it up. But nothing lasts forever. Even yeah. digital archives, you know, it's just, it doesn't take much to just lose that altogether. It still has to be kept in some kind of physical form. Even digital information is kept in physical devices. So you really, yeah, it's still, I mean, the it's cloud, still, it's still I hate somewhere. to mention it to everybody, but the cloud isn't actually a cloud. It's kept in a hard drive, actual, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no actual cloud. It, it is somewhere else. So, so yeah, you know, you still you know whether it takes physical archive for everything, no matter what it is. Yes, absolutely. And whether it takes the degradation of that data over time and the corruption of the files as the machines fall apart, or if it's an EMP blast, it just knocks out all the circuits, or if it's just people forget how to even use the device, that that knowledge will be yeah, lost. And, and if, uh, if you it's really... kind of a new art form as well, trying to make 
statements or information that can be lasting longer. And they're testing out new ways to save information that it has longer spanning. When they're thinking about things about like radiation or the seed bank in the Arctic, like they're trying to think of ways that, sure, it would take a thousand years for this to run out. We're like, we're thinking on a longer scale than that. We're trying to figure out ways to actually save information farther than just, oh, we'll put the laptop in this uh, expensive company's warehouse and they'll never go out of business. It's like, we're not talking about 50 years, we're talking about like 3,000 years. It's a lot more. Yeah, we've discovered enough than we've dealt with, you know, finding things like, oh, well, we found all these ancient texts on the like carved into these tablets, but uh, no one can figure out what language it is. Yeah, it's, so it's we're lost. To find entire a way to languages that are lost. Um, I mean, yeah, but, you uh, could find an old YouTube file in your crazy alien data, and it could it could if be. If you can't like, understand it, it's not going to help you at, at all. Yeah, but uh, uh, if you really want to dive deep quickly into the you know concept of what um, a what a fucking. Uh, <laughs> paradox that is let's dive deep quickly so what commit suicide uh, <laughs> how do you dive deep quickly but into just the concept of like oh it's not even kind of you actually all information it needs a physical place to go even if yeah. you go like oh well, i'm like well i just think about it then it's there you know that's still in your fucking brain though it's not just exactly. out there it's still in a physical uh some yeah. sort of container. The hard drive is your brain yeah. instead of a piece of metal, but it's still kept somewhere. And when so you shut that can, computer off, still I hate corrupted. to break it to you folks, that file's deleted. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that, and the the files can be uh, corrupted, as it were, even in your own brain. They're very fallible devices here. We have the best computers in the world up here, but at least computers don't change their files every three years. Actually, was it a red car? I don't really remember. Well, yeah, yeah. Of course you don't. <laughs> all right. It's all so uh, what's, what's number six? Uh, number six will be shown after this commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the money. If you want to go and take a rap me, I want to put that in the video, but we will be flagged again. Hey, we're going to get banned. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Reagan smash. Reagan smash. <laughs> <laughs> Wowie. Well, I'm sorry you missed all that, folks. That was just part of our uh, our secondary podcast we're going to start, which is the uh, the space between. Uh, not the Dave Matthews song, the uh, the part between. <laughs> we just talked for like 45 minutes about comedy. I mean, that cannot yeah. go in. 
Uh, but we're back, and we're committed to this podcast, all right? This is Toilet Wine. And we're in the middle of our list of ancient graffiti. Trying to look back on how long graffiti's been around. We just came from the last one, which is another Egypt trip. This is the next one. And this is a Pompeii one, which we mentioned before. Ooh. Pompeii. But this is not the famous Your Mama joke in Pompeii. And it's not as funny as the guy who was uh, frozen throughout all time mid-jack, which has got to be. Jagging off, which is not the first time we've talked about that on the podcast, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's why I bring it up again. But it's not even just that. That's that circle of funny where it's funny and it's not funny. It gets less and less funny. That's that embarrassing. You get caught jacking off. Then you get caught jacking off in a catastrophe. Then you get caught jacking off in a catastrophe for 2,000 years. All of a sudden, you're a legend. Yeah. Like, it just takes some time. <laughs> like, that day, it'd be like, look at this sick fuck. Like, oh, sad. But immediately, it's like, yeah, like it's better. Anyways, here's the, here's the graffiti. I can't read Latin, but this is what it says. You love Iris, but she does not love you. <laughs> it's like a shit-talking thing. <laughs> Like, I don't care how much you love Pamela. She doesn't like you. It's just like sh- gossip so shit talk. I'm yeah, like, I really should. Like, from Pompeii. You always say, oh, I wonder what, like, people talked about, like, 2,000 years ago. Same shit as today. It's like, it's all the same stuff. You know, different technologies. It's all relatively different, but it's like, oh, yeah. That's why there's, like, there's the your mama joke. There's the, oh, yeah, your girl does not love you. I don't care what you think. <laughs> Which I'm sure. Even if it's untrue, history goes to the victors like iris did not love that guy i'm com- yeah. i'm committed convinced he did also, not I, you or she did not some have. stuff in translation this also it's like writing a text message you can't put like sarcasm or anything into it that's pro- yeah that's definitely like a like i'm dissing it's you. a slam it's like, it's dissing it's, him. yeah it's exactly what it is the next one i have is from the greek island of um as Astipalaya, or Astipalaya. Either way, it's a 2,500-year-old piece of graffiti. And here's how it goes. Forgive me on the name pronunciation, but it says, Nikastimos was here mounting Timonia. Wait, so John, it's literally... John Stamos was I, Yeah, well, I mean, come on. He's <laughs> Greek, famously. But it's not a graffiti of I banged this girl here. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 not, it's more than I was here. It's I was here copulating with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're killed. it's kind look, of the uh, look, the uh, proto here. Snapchat when you and you, and, uh, you know you put your phone down and yeah, start uh, filming. You know, it, which it's, I've it's never the done. ancient version of uh, you know pinning a used it's condom on the gross. wall and saving it forever with sexual conquest. Somehow <laughs> um, <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> but. Uh, no sheep's intestines going on there. No. Yeah, that's some, I, I always forget how fucking old Greece is. Because, I mean, I know they were a it's huge old. society, you know, very important. But you always, I always think Romans and Egyptians. But, you know, Greece, Greece was, was in the middle. Yeah, if not more uh, important than other. They're the ones that invented democracy. Yeah, I mean, like actually, in, in a lot of ways, Rome really uh, kind of took Greece's lunch and was like yeah we're just gonna run with that like rome was just the more successful modern version of greece yeah, I mean, italy has uh, without greece there would not so they're still more successful <laughs> yeah, still. <laughs> but i mean clearly without greece rome would not be what rome is yeah. and uh, i'm sure egypt probably has their version of that but we 
really don't know them. So and they, well, hold on now. So that name you said you said you didn't know how to pronounce it. Being Greece, we do not know that that is a woman's name. Uh Tim Timiona. Yeah, I, it could be a man's name. I mean, it is Greece after all. Yeah, we know what they're known for. And Greece is the word. It's the word. <laughs> it's the way that we're feeling. Burp, burp. I don't know what song you're singing. Um, so um, you don't know? You ever seen the movie Grease, starring uh, John Stamos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know the Frankie Valley? Grease is the word. Is the word? Oh yeah. Grease is the way we are feeling. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, that song slaps balls. Oh, yeah, that song rocks, dude. Frankie Valley rocks. And I would put him in this podcast if I wasn't going to get flagged immediately. Sorry, you don't have to. You just sang it better than he ever could. Oh, thank you, but also, you lie. Teacher's pet. Next up on the... Oh. Uh, we're going we're gonna to blow right past this one. This one's called A Menagerie of Wild Animals. It's, uh, it's from 2,000 years ago in Sudan, and it's... Literally, someone carved a beautiful picture of animals on the side of a monument. So, obviously, it was not sanctioned. If someone just fucking... Yeah. They really graffitied that, that, it that's up. That's, like, legit. Like, that's it. more on, like, we're saying, like, that's... No, that's just vandalism. It is vandalism. <laughs> but it, it looks nice. But it looks it, good. It's so history it's, now. That's yeah. actually... Yeah, but that's, that's not as so funny. I was, yeah, I was thinking about that the wrong way. So, yeah, so, that, so actually, that is the most graffiti-like on the list so far. Where it's like mm-hmm. a work of art, but it's it's not as fun to talk about. It's defacing it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, we have the next one, which happened um, another one in Egypt because these are all the oldest ones. But uh, there's two of them in the same area, which is these are both in quotation marks. Drunks of Menkare and the friends of Khufu gang. It's like a, a couple of fucking teenagers being like, "We're the drunks, or we're the Khufu gang." And they just car- they're carving it up on the walls. That's See, clearly uh, graffiti. A lot of people don't know this, but uh, similar to like vandalism, like you are a vandal. Um, the phrase like being drunk came from that gang in Egypt. That's all true, and we you heard it here first, folks. Uh, there's a word square that that's boring. Uh, that one doesn't really matter. It's just a bunch of letters. But here's the last one. And this one might be the most poignant and the, and the probably the most important piece that I've heard. It's in Northern Arabia, which is now in modern-day Syria. And on this list I'm reading, they don't know exactly what it's from, but it might be the most well-spoken one yet. It goes like this. My hand will wear out, but this inscription will remain. Is there any better Ooh, that's like real meta. And not only was he, uh, you know, being poignant and thinking outside of his head or her head, it's right. We're talking about it in 2023. Right. Like, yeah, that inscription does remain. That's the real that... etched in stone. Yeah. And isn't that the most prototypical idea of graffiti? I was here. I existed. I lived. I mattered. Yeah. Please, I, someone I, notice I, me. I, I Notice me, Senpai. Add, I, notice I, me. I added something to this world. And whether you think... You know, you look at it that way or not, like, I'm looking at it, like, I did this, I added this to it. You know, right. Some people are lucky enough that it does make it thousands of years and people are still talking about it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, all right, now, you, you have The thing to... is, put it on fam- famous ancient monuments and not on bus stop bathrooms, and you have a better odds on uh, lasting 500 yeah. years instead of 20 days. Um, 
So I mean, so clearly, obviously, that's the, the, the those uh, seven top ancient graffitis. I think is what the list was. Uh, yeah. Well, there's one you, you got to look up. We got to find the actual Yo Mama joke from Pompeii. We got to say the actual joke while we're here. Yeah. Well, we'll do that in a break because I don't really want to spend like ten minutes in the middle of this looking it up. But hey, there, you toilet wine heads, you toilet winos. I just uh, I looked up the Pompeii inscription, the graffiti, and uh, we were wrong, but it's even funnier. It's not a Yo Mama joke, uh, but the inscription goes like this. Weep, you girls. My penis has given you up. Now it penetrates men's behinds. Goodbye, wondrous femininity. <laughs> so, so actually it's even better. So, anyways, that's what it said. Um, back to the pod. Okay. But yeah, I just think yeah, it, it really I think it does harken back to that idea that this is not a new thing. It, there's new laws for it, and obviously, you know, the different paints that are sprayable now are, you know, they're long lasting and you can't wash them off. But nothing beats the good old fashioned carving, carving it in stone. It in. I mean, you can always paint over paint. Why, yeah, you and, and, Andy, paint. Andy Dufresne didn't paint his way out of Shawshank. <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> oh, obviously that's going in the end. That's fucking great. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Clippy. Clippy. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just, it really shows how long this, it's not just how long graffiti has been around. It's how long the concept of like, oh, well, I can leave a last, like, I want people to see this. They're not leaving seeing, a lasting mark. Even the, you know, your girlfriend doesn't love you. It's like, well, I want people to know that. Like, oh, I had sex here. I want people to know that. Yeah. I drew this beautiful painting. I want people to just to see it. And you know, obviously, my name will be attached to it at some point, onto it. Right. But it's 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 more. It's not. You no, know, I think it's it's not about the vandalism of it. Even if it starts out no. that way, it's more about you know you want to not spread the word because it's a picture, but you know you you want people to see it. Yeah, I think that is it's a very human mentality. I mean, we are cursed as the only animals who know we're going to die one day, and that makes it all the more important to be alive now. And there is a quest to be immortal for everyone on Earth, even people who don't want to live anymore. It's like you have this idea of wanting to live on in some way, shape, or form. Either you want an afterlife to exist or you want – your descendants to carry on your message, or you want to just carve something in the wall and say, at some point I existed. Please just someone notice I was real before I died. Yeah. I, I don't think it's, not only is it not unique to people, it's completely universal. Every human feels this to some degree. It's part of being a human on planet Earth is to say, I know I'm not going to be here one day, but I want to make my uh, existence spread beyond that in some way. I mean, it, it's not fair to be an animal that knows you're going to die. It's fucked yeah, up to know that. We shouldn't, a, we shouldn't know it. It's too much knowledge. Terrible. Yeah, it's I was too looking, much. I was looking at uh, Kira the other day. She's laying on her chair just for half an hour, head on the headrest, just staring into nothingness like it's nothing. And I'm like, yeah. I'm bored and I'm using my phone. You, you, <laughs> she's not it's bored. So she's it's gone. almost so. I, I like almost, not all the time, obviously, but it'd be nice to everyone like just once. Like, it is experience a curse. The yeah. Time means living nothing. in the moment. It's, you're just 
existing and you don't know anything else about it. You're just like, well, I got to eat. I got to shit. And someone rolls my belly. But good. yeah, but even then, <laughs> she's not thinking about shitting later. She's like, I don't have to shit right now. So maybe I'll never shit again. think about it until it comes up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Until the moment of it. But funny enough, um, even dogs have that um, instinct to want to be like pissing on a tree and be like, I was here. Like, just know yes. I exist in this world. They don't know they're going to be gone, but they still want people, people, other dogs to know I was here at some point. But yeah, it is a curse of humanity to know that you have to leave yeah. and other animals don't know it. But they're like, oh yeah, the elephants have funerals and chimpanzees mourn their dead. That's all well and good. And me and Dylan have talked about it in the podcast before. It's just animals do understand death. The higher cognition animals like elephants, like dogs, like apes, they understand when things die, that they're sad. They know they're not going to be there anymore. They want to come back. That's all well and good. But to understand clearly and internally, that is going to be me someday in the future. No animal knows that besides humans. No. We're the only ones who know it. And it is a gift and a curse. And graffiti is some kind of artistic extension of that saying that even if I am gone, um, you know, whatever her name is, Isla fucked me first. She didn't even love you. <laughs> and I want people to know that. Uh, yeah, it's the same thing. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, it's, it, uh, you know, humor is clearly a pretty big thing into it i mean i i, yeah, I humor is as timeless as art right yeah. it, it, we've always wanted to tell jokes i've i've carved um what a couple of i did it i'm not gonna say where i did it you gotta go find it come but on you can't I, out yourself like that no I, I i carved like i lost my virginity here in like six different places just because i was like i mean i was like this is so funny someone might believe that and it's not true Oh my god, are you, are you thinking that he didn't even mount Tialia there? <laughs> it could have been a big lie. It could have been a Dominic there been. just fucking Yeah. He could that could have been his name. Or her name. <laughs> He's like, you, if you only put one name there, all it takes, you know, go to go to a different town, write it, then leave. No one even knows who you are. It's like, oh, some some guy or some chick named this was banged here. Isn't that so cool? Wow. Isn't that something? Meanwhile, it's just a Don Morrow pulling a little prank document. on someone that probably no one's ever even read where I carved it somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. So do you want to um, shoot it towards the modern day now? Because I think we should at least talk about, you know, modern graffiti. and Oh, yeah. yeah obviously, absolutely. New York City being a big aspect of that. But obviously, every city in the world, including much of the United States. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's pretty widely accepted that New York was like, the biggest area for the graffiti with you know LA and Chicago were you know very close behind yeah it's like but, so many things it's, it's like rap it's like disco like everything starts in New York and then all the fucking yeah. other cities get involved later but comedy uh, yeah no it's uh you know graffiti really blew up in New York in the uh late 70s early 80s and really i think you know what did it was the invention of spray paint it just made it so much easier. You could run up. You something you could fit in your pocket. If you had like a coat on, run up and just do like a quick tag, and leave. Yeah. And uh, I know. think yeah, if people had spray paint in 1910, they'd be probably be doing the same thing. Yeah, you, you're not gonna walk up with a paintbrush and do it. And even uh, even just having like the big fucking fat sharpie 
markers, like the with the square Huck head. fins up there, just like painting like Tom Sawyer was here. Like, <laughs> I told you to paint the fence, not my house. But um, <laughs> I got two guns. <laughs> Say goodbye, Miss. Bye, Miss Sheila. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, it really, it just, it just, you know, like all a lot of things, it just happened to have, it just blew up. And it was uh, the the a very common thing that they weren't tagging buildings. It was the subway cars was like the main target because it moved across the city, so more it moves, people could it's see underground. It. You can do it in secrecy, yeah, but it's can, still like a mobile piece of art. Easy way to do it. And um, but I think another thing uh, important to touch on real quick is uh, you know, there's different kinds of graffiti. You know, people are like, oh, you you tag like you're tagging. You know, tagging is not doing a a, a picture. That's like you do your name really quick and you run away. Mm. And then uh, there's also throw-ups. Or in Tony Hawk, if you grind the rail for more points, then you tag that. Yes. Uh, everything can be related to Tony Hawk. Thought, I, thought I'd get more out of you for that one. Oh, sorry. I, I was, I was deep in thought. I mean, you really, I was like, Dom's going to love this. You're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to pull information that I just... Gotcha. Yeah, I'll, like I'll three hours ago. So, um, Sorry. Go no, ahead. Interrupt me as, as much as you want. Um, but no, tag, it, <laughs> interrupting you. <laughs> but uh, then there's uh, this thing called throw ups, which is usually like a, a small design you can do with those kind of affiliate. I don't shut up. Name. I grow up. And when I look at you, I throw up. <laughs> All right, now I'm done. Uh, you don't want Stand to grow up. Me. You want to be a Toys R Us kid? Yes. Um, and the throw up's like quick little, it doesn't take you long at all. That's for like, you can almost do it in daylight. You just do it really quick. And it's a little thing you do that people know, like, oh, well, that's, that's him. Kind of like a symbol. You can't do yeah, a Yeah, it's almost like piece. a little, like, like an insignia of a like. It's, Kilroy you know, like, was here. Yeah, pretty much like that. It's a quick thing. You don't need to, you don't need to write your name for who did it. They know it's affiliated with it. That's what you did. And then there's, um, uh, the main, uh, bombing or writing or you know it's actually doing the artwork was the bigger things that you would do at night you would need more than five or ten minutes to do it you might spend an hour or two on it sure um and yeah those those train cars were really the, the big thing that they would do it on yeah and it, and it, it very quickly evolved into like a contest who can do the biggest best and not get caught doing it. And how long can you get it to stay up there? That was a big thing too. Though it actually, they would build like respect. Oh, because they're gonna want to take it down immediately once they notice it. They go, yeah. oh, we can't have this. There's uh, again. So is that is that the inter inter introduction of like trying to put it in, like hard to get places where like not only can you not paint over this? Can you believe I got here? Like it's such a weird spot. Yeah, you know? one of the, one of the biggest things that started evolving as more and more people started doing it and. Um, they were starting to get a little territorial, but also the cities were fighting back against it more. Um, like one of the big things is they switched a lot of the subway cars from like regular painted subway car to they were using stainless steel subway cars so they could buff it to make it shiny and take the paint right off it without having to replace it. Because yes. oftentimes if there was if it was graffitied enough, they would just take the fucking thing out of circulation. Like we don't want people wow. to do, we don't want. Because you know, it encourages people. What a waste of money, too. That thing costs a ton yeah. to build it. And then just a couple of layers of paint, you have to throw the whole thing out. It's nuts. And because and that's why it spread. The more, and that's why they did it on the train cars. 
it goes. I mean, there's still stainless steel cars in New York in yeah, 2023, and that's why. Um, but as it started getting more territorial, and like, oh, you can't paint here. Like, I have my stuff here. I've I've got this painting that's been on this wall for 10 years. You can't come touch this. So that's when they started some of the people. There's uh, I forget what it's called. There is a name for the people that do it to go to more dangerous areas where it's more of, it's not as much of a, look what I paint. It's like, yeah, I made it up here. Can you believe I got here? And I, didn't, I, I didn't die doing me. it. Now, yeah, what, uh, oh, you're, you're going to come up here and do it? You, can, you can't even get uh, your tags to stay on the subway for more than two hours. You're not going to make it up yeah. here with me. It's like an arms race of paint. Yeah, it absolutely was definitely a, uh, a it was, it, I mean, it's a look what I can do and you can't system for sure. And it, you know, some people really, really respected it. And also there were people that, you know, got into a lot, a lot of arguments over where you painted what. Sure. And, you know, I know there is a, uh, you know, the common stigma is like, oh, it's like, oh, like gangs marking the territory. That's not really what graffiti was. It, or is. Yeah, I know. It's as more... long as it is for gangs to be like trying to promote their shit, like it's not. <laughs> no, well, it's like everything. If you're like, it must be uh, the gangs doing it. It's like, it's just folks, dude. Like, I get that. But no one who's in an actual criminal enterprise is trying to advertise their location at all given times. As much as it sounds like a movie to do that, it's not. Yeah, no. It's, at the end of the day, it's still about. It's still art to these people. You know, it, it, that's what they I was just here. want to put their creations out there. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not as popular as it once was, you know, the city's really cracking down on it, but you know, in its heyday, it was, I mean, even watch any, it made it into movies and TV shows. They make a set where they're on the subway and it'd be covered in graffiti because that's mm -hmm. what it was in real life. So in order to make the show realistic, they'd, you know, you have to do graffiti that, yeah. it and it's just, you don't even think about it almost. You're like, oh yeah, there's graffiti there. Everyone's like, I might be like, oh, that's a really good, uh. Uh, painting that's in the background of the show just to try to make it feel more realistic that's how common it was yeah that was a big part of the uh the nef the short-lived netflix series the get down which was about um the rise of hip-hop in new york so it had like djs in the streets like grandmaster flash and shit like that you know getting the whole underground hip-hop scene before hip-hop even existed in the late 70s early 80s but a huge part of the show was a couple of the characters were part of the graffiti community and they, they they took it seriously in that way where they're like what are you guys out causing trouble they're like no to us it's more than that it's about getting up in places that people can't find and making your mark and kind of just screaming out in the masses of humanity that is new york city you feel like you're just another ant in the colony like you don't matter at all and in this small way you can kind of shout out at the universe and say, I matter, I'm here, and check this shit out. It's like a gorilla that's like peeling a microphone instead of a banana. Huh? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Oh. I'm not even and with that, we're going to have a commercial break. And not <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, it definitely is. Um, so how did it transition over into the 90s when they started cracking down on it? Do you know anything about that or? Um, that's because obviously it was it was illegal to vandalize shit, but they started making laws being like you can't paint stuff, and they started cracking down on purchases. Like you said, you can't just buy ten cans of spray yeah. paint now. Um, there must have been some kind of public outcry that oh, we can't have this anymore. Well, actually, uh, I'll, I, I I'll touch on just a little bit. Uh, you know, one of the reasons why even before they had the restrictions on the paint, 
you know, a lot of these people like they don't have a lot of money anyways, and the paint gets expensive. So stealing right. it was the normal way of acquiring the paint anyways. But then it's the right. younger You're kids. You're already committing a crime before you even vandalize. Yeah. You're just like, there's a, actually, there's, uh, I forget the name of the, the graffiti artist, but he has a story where he was stealing paint. And he was like, it was his first time doing it. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to act cool. I'm just going to grab a bag, fill it up, and just walk out. Like, it's like, like nothing's happening. There's a security guard there. And he walks out. He's mm-hmm. like trying to act normal. And all of a sudden he goes, hey, excuse me. And he turns around. The security guard goes, you dropped your wallet. Uh, so it's mo- like a movie did. moment. They zoom in, sweating. <laughs> it's like Key and Peele when he, he's just drip drenched. <laughs> pouring sweat, yeah. <laughs> But uh, it's, you know, he acted so natural that he got away with it. But they were like, he dropped his wallet. So he was like, oh, shit, I got caught. What am I going to do now? And it was just, here's your wallet. You dropped it. You know, people couldn't I imagine that, it. though, too. A little dig on him. It's like, excuse me, you dropped your wallet. It's like, what are you fucking dropping your wallet for, man? You're stealing shit. Like, get your yeah. shit tight up. Like, put it in your pocket. <laughs> like, oh, no, your wallet. It's like, oh, isn't that funny? He just was worried about my wallet being dropped. And I'm like... Uh, sir, why did you drop your wallet? You're in the middle of a theft. Keep your shit tight to the body. <laughs> don't be dropping shit. That makes for a good story, but like, don't definitely don't drop your ID when you're stealing. You fucking moron. Yeah, Not ass. that I know anything about stealing. If I if I could uh, um, regraduate high school, my new senior quote would be, "Don't drop your shit." Sorry, keep your shit tight, Joe Collins. <laughs> <laughs> keep it tight, high and tight. Keep it high and tight. Um. <laughs> But uh, that we just we just did it at the same time. It's synced up. But I promise you, listeners, oh, yeah, it, sure. Dom will say that two seconds before me. In the edit, but you. we said the same time. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, We're no the exact no, same don't, don't listen to him. It's if it, actually, I, I think about it now. I might have said it a second before him, but it might sound like he said it before me. But that's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're. <laughs> when did you see the edit of the Vikings? I had a, I had a hard edit of you going, uh, and I kept cutting it. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> That shit right there. We'll cut it again for this episode. Uh, uh, Sounds like you're getting electrocuted. You're like a goat that committed a war crime. (laughs) (laughs) Fry him up. I don't want to die. I don't want to (laughs) die. Michael Clark Douglas. (laughs) Dude, I want... I went to Greece the other day. I had this uh, thing called Convicted Goat, and I saw some really cool ancient graffiti while I was eating it. It's already it comes pre cooked. It's like <laughs> deli meats. It's cured. Chock full of nitrates. <laughs> it's all nitrates, all amps. Oops, all amps. Um, well, but yeah, no. Towards that, Oops, when, all ohms. When they start, ohms all amps. What are you talking about? Oh, that all stays in. That all stays in. Oh, that's it's shocking how many you pulled out of your ass there. <laughs> wow, this podcast is electric. <laughs> <laughs> it's stunning, really. Uh, if you Don't taste this, me, bro. We're gonna get both positive and negative <laughs> reviews of this. <laughs> Well, I, I think this podcast is rather grounded. Oh, <laughs> uh, God damn it, you win. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any All right. Well, then we'll consider this the rubber match. Let's keep talking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as, as it uh, 
evolved and started cracking down, that's really where they started doing the more, you know, well, we got to go to places they're not going to want to even bother to go and cover this shit up. Right. You're doing bridges they're, over They're highways. touching the third rail, as it were. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, that's where it, you know, it's, you know, they had to start going to more dangerous places if they still wanted to do it. Cause you know, it, yeah. it's not about like, even if you can get away with putting it there, if it's only there for a couple of days where they cover it back up, it's all that effort and time put into it is wasted. It's gone. Yeah. You can't take a picture with your phone and be like, put it on Instagram. Cause no, not it, only should you not get caught, no one's going to notice it. You're hoping people notice it. I mean, you can't just. Yeah, you're relying you on know, the post shit to the world. I mean, even the reason why they call stuff on social media posting, it comes from the idea of putting on a public meeting board with like a hammer and be like, dunk, dunk, dunk. It's posted on the public square. Like, you're posting it. That's much more easy now than it was then. I mean, yeah. now you can just spray paint your driveway and be like, this is the top of Empire State Building. Whoa, I'm so crazy. But they're like, no one fucking believes you. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, I mean, you can. That's the other thing. The recognition is so huge and so important to it. Like, hey, you can find a spot where you can have all night to, you know, to paint and no one will catch you. But no one will ever see it. So what's the that's point of putting balance. it there? You can paint the bottom of your feet and no one will catch you, but no one will see it either. Yeah, yeah that's tough. It's so a balance. You still want mean. people to see it. You still want to you know, spread your work. Um, that's why it's the best spot, like you were just saying. If you can get somewhere it's publicly viewable, hard to get to, and hard to paint over, you're the king. Yeah, that, that's the way Or queen, but I, I imagine that the majority of people at the time probably weren't female, even though I think that probably more women are tagging now than ever, but, you know, genetically, men have a predisposition for, to doing stupid, risky for stuff. Crime. Uh, yeah, and for crime <laughs> as well, yeah. Uh, Statistically, I'm not saying it's, yeah. all, it's all people, but... It's know. all pipes, Jerry. But, uh, it's, all, it's all people, Jerry. Um, and another thing, you know, obviously there's been a huge decline in graffiti it still happens but not on that scale because even just surveillance is better you're not going to do it it's like well no one's going to see me yeah but that those two cameras are going to fucking see you do it exactly you're going to see it at the time that that data is there forever so you can always be brought up and then when you get brought to court and they they find you five thousand dollars for the new paint job they go is that you yes yeah. it is you i mean how often do you grand. see a uh, like uh some town's uh police department post on Facebook, do you know who this guy is? And next thing you know, like within a day, they're like, oh, we got first and last name, we got an address, someone ratted you yeah. out on Facebook, we got you now. And this, especially in America and, you know, a lot of other countries that are like surveillance states, you can't let really get away with shit nowadays. Like even even sorry-ass weird bullshit. Oh, I spray-painted a little thing, it's no big deal. Yeah, well, we know where you were, what time, what your name is, where you went afterwards, your social security number, like, you're fucked. You just can't get away with yeah, shit. you just can't do it. I saw a really funny one this week about it. And it was uh, a police department saying, if you've seen this man, they put all his information. It was on Facebook. All, all this information out there. Number one comment, relax. I'm going to turn myself in. <laughs> Literally the guy posted. <laughs> and it was three days before he turned himself in. And it was like people being like, hey, has he turned himself in yet? And he's like, and the police were like, he has not turned himself in yet. He's like, I just got to take care of some shit. Like, he kept commenting on it. And then the last one, it's it's him in front of the police station with his phone being like, you happy now? <laughs> so he didn't, I wouldn't say he 
is uh, honorable, but I did like that he actually did turn himself bit. in, yeah. and he made it funny as fuck. So respect to that guy. Like, They're gonna get I me anyway. He had some warrants out. Yeah, it wasn't violent crimes. It was just like the guy's being an idiot. All right, I'm gonna level with you. I have a warrant now for my rec- for totally not violent crime. <laughs> totally not violent crime. Hey, are you Tony's brother, man? Aiding and abetting. Well, I like Tony's brother, man. <laughs> These eyes. <laughs> so, so, man. Dude, the one guy starts crying. You broke it. You broke it. <laughs> oh, good Super shit. bad. Anyway, um, do you want to take our next break and we'll get into the final segment where we get into modern graffiti and, and what it's what's taking on the version it's taking on the world today. Um, I want to talk about one more thing before we do the, the break for the modern graffiti. And yeah, that's, uh, you know, I think a lot of people, it's don't look at it as like a canvas for graffiti, but uh, I do know it does get used once in a while. And especially for us, cause you know, we grew up in Marlboro Hutton area and people started painting these big rocks and it became a thing. I was like, Oh, if you paint that rock, it's fine. Right. And it's yeah, almost encouraged. The, the like, yeah, rock in front of acid there. And, you know, it's, yeah. I know our family's painted a couple of times. They did it when Brendan came back from uh, Desert Storm. We did it for Angel's 15th birthday one time. And it's, yeah. you know, a lot of the times it's, you know, it's a happy birthday or a welcome home or it's like a memorial for someone who had passed away. But right. there have been times which I'll, I'll, I'll find the picture and I'll send them to you. Uh, Evan has painted. Well, you gotta get the Angelo one at least. Oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely get that one. But uh, there's Thank a couple of times I went with um, Evan to the rock and he. Like basically graffitied it, but it was. But it wasn't a rock. It was. It was. It was. I rock lobster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he. Dad, was, what's a rock? It's a country. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was. Yeah, I remember. I he texted me. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go paint the rock. You want to come?" I said, "Oh yeah, sure. I come." He already painted the whole thing white, then just with spray paint. I mean, it, it was an wow. artwork. He did it, this beautiful, just like a human eyeball. It was great. He did a whole elephant one time. And there's pictures of, I found him on Facebook before. People being like, do you know who did this? It's like, it looks really good. Like, it's not, it's not what we usually see here, but it's nice. And like his elephant stayed up for like two months before someone finally Damn, I didn't know that. I never heard that. So it's in, there's some. uh, So we can get a picture of that one too. Yeah. I think I, I don't think I can get the eye. I I know where the picture of the elephant. Um, But there's big rocks all over the place. People paint It's almost, it's, it predates the whole providence. Oh, we'll pay you to do this. It's yeah. This is just paint the rock. We don't care. Yeah, we it's sanctioned. It. Like it's you can just do, do it. it. We won't stop you. Yeah. It's not, well, when it's, the police drive by and people are painting the rock, there they don't like stop them. They're like, that's ah, fine. Yeah, like they don't care. Um, it, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, the aqueducts too, where it's like obviously though that's it's kind of fucked up. All those natural cliffs are painted over with all kinds of dumb bullshit. But it's kind of like understood where it's like. Yeah, that's just it's, it's a canvas now, and like people just will keep painting over it. And if you think your thing's going to stay up, you're wrong. Much like the rock, it's like it's going to get painted over. But just appreciate that you're allowed to do it. I mean, I know I painted shit when I graduated high school. Like with me and uh, other people that I'm friends with, I won't dox them tonight. But like we painted shit on there. You know, across the hundred other things there, we weren't you know ruining the nature in that way but yeah. yeah we spray painted it up and we're like yeah look at this is our little mark on the world this is a time in our life we remember this xyz and it said joe collins and, uh, here. <laughs> and uh, i was on that full myself <laughs> it was much gayer than that i was like me and my buddies were here we love each other <laughs> college is gonna change us 
<laughs> and it did. <laughs> for better or for worse. Not for better. Um, but yeah, and it's one of those things, like, it wasn't like the city didn't go, hey, why don't you guys paint this rock? Someone just did it. And they were like, oh, yeah, no, that's, I guess that's okay. And it just caught on and became a popular thing. Yeah. I would even think that probably in the beginning, they were stopping people from doing it. But then enough people did it. Enough people did it for a good enough reason or, or artistic enough that eventually they just accepted what it is. I remember, I think it was about 10 years It's got to be tough to paint over, um, you know, my friend who's 17 years old died in a car crash. Be like, get this shit out of here. Like, all right, you got to have to let it go. Yeah. But someone did... For every memorial on that rock, someone painted over it. So that it yeah. takes a little bit. And there, of it's kind of there's kind of like this like unwritten rule for like a time. I like well, you got to leave it up for like a certain amount of time. Yeah, you can't just do it the next day. But I mean, it at has, the same time, it has someone happened. will paint over it every once in a while. A memorial does get painted over the next day, and that's that's cold blooded. Freak out! Like it, they should. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it's totally justified. But it's like there's the Facebook, but it's also justified to paint over it too because you have the same right to that rock as anybody else does. Just because someone passed away, which I agree with that, you should leave it up for a certain amount of time. It's only right, it's a memorial in that point. But what did you paint over? What because someone died now you get to paint over it and no one else can? Like, I get the idea if it's a free canvas. If it's the subway, if it's the fucking top of the Empire State Building, if it's free, it's free. You can get mad about it, but at the same time, that's that them's the breaks, as yeah. it were. It's like, like uh, what we were talking about earlier. It's you like, painted like, over it's it a, too. It's a it's a lawless thing. It's like it's not like you can't go to the cops like they paint over my memorial. Like, it's only been up there for a day. It's like okay, yeah. There's no law. Yeah, it's like I can't do anything about that. It's public you can property get mad. Rock that you're allowed to paint. Sure, and you're allowed to be upset about it, but uh, there's no repercussions there. Yeah. Um, but uh, actually, I remember that's uh, a great point. They've been doing it for so long. I wonder. It'd be cool to find out how long they've actually been painting that rock. Because I'm sure it's older than we think. I would love to know how long it's been around. Um, but I remember, I think it was like 10 years ago. I imagine so it much... happened after Acibit was built. Because that rock's been there, obviously, long before that. But I feel like even people painted it beforehand. They cleared the space out. They built the high school there. That must have exponentially exploded the amount of people yeah. painting the rocks right outside the school. Yeah, so it's like... Uh, Not a lot of schools mid- have a... Late public 70s canvas made out of stone real big then probably that yeah um but you know people been painting it for so long you know i don't you know paint's really thin it adds up after a while can you imagine the layers yeah and i think it was about 10 years ago um about a half inch of paint fell off the rock wow all it got so heavy that it pulled it off and it fell wow. and it was just sitting there and it did, like, didn't come off in one that was been so amazing to see like whatever 20 years <laughs> earlier like even that thin layer of paint like that's so many years yeah. added up and eventually they cleaned it up and they like they scraped it flat again and uh wow. I, i'm sure another i don't know another five years another 30 years it'll happen some again. other lucky punk got the freshest paint you're ever going to get in your lifetime yeah. this really the, scraped the version. one time that like, people were like all right we got to set this straight again yeah it's just a penis Immediately, dude. In uh, in the a office, veiny triumphant bastard. In the office, when Robert California comes into the picture, and he has his book where he made a list of everyone in the office in two different lists. People that like people he likes, people he doesn't like. And he's like, yeah, they're like doodles. You know, that's what I do. I make lists. You know, some people that they draw a house, they draw a penis. And he goes, isn't it funny how every house is a colonial? Every penis is un- is circumcised. <laughs> it's colonial, yeah. <laughs> They never draw a yurt, do they? 
Look, I drew. Look at this little doodle. I drew a ranch. Oh, what's what's the Native American's favorite um, order at Dunkin' Donuts? Um, I don't know. Yurt's Donut. Anyway, we'll be right back after the break. Ready to kick some ass. watch it anyways but right, so even though i'm in more of them because i used to only watch the ones i was in now that i'm in more of them i'm like uh, it was like last week i remember it still <laughs> <laughs> now you know how i feel watching the whole thing being like oh my god this again i don't know how you did I put it, it off the beginning so when you used to start editing right after filming because i used to be excited about it now it's just another part it's like anything now else it's a in burden life. unless we get more it's viewers people so share with your friends exactly right Speaking of sharing with your friends, nothing more to share with your friends than to share with the world and share with society. We're talking about tagging, also known as graffiti. And we last talked about the transition between the American culture and getting it spray paint existing and how well that's done. But I want to talk about, as we wrap this whole thing up, where graffiti is today. Because we are, I already mentioned the fact that now there's sanctioned graffiti in cities. It's a way to kind of designate art in a certain area. But obviously, not only is graffiti still alive and well, there's probably more graffiti artists than ever. And in fact, you know, some of them have been put on the global scale as artists. And it's pretty wild shit. So what do we think going into the year 2023? Where does graffiti stand here, Dom, as far as you're concerned? Um, is it still such an underground culture? I mean, all, all part of it kind of is still, but not only is it more famous than ever, now you can just take a picture on Instagram or Facebook and be like, hey, it's my graffiti. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it is still a very underground thing because I, I think if you were to put it's like still a, illegal a solid – There's always that yeah, part of it. Yeah. And I think if you were to put like a real solid classification on it, like, oh, well, those people that are, you know, getting paid to do it in the – like, that's not graffiti. They're just painting a mural. And, you know, yeah, mural. There's definitely more mural, like diehard yeah. – uh, graffiti artists are like, no, it's that, that, you're not If you just spray paint it without sanction, it's a graffiti. But if you paint it and someone said you can, it becomes a mural. No matter yeah. what kind of apparatus you, even if you spray paint it, it's still a mural if they said you can do it. It's almost like that's the designating factor. Yeah, it's just like kind of what we were saying before, like you know, people are carving into rocks or using markers. It's, it's not the paint that's making a graffiti. It's the act of like, oh, this isn't allowed. 
this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, graffiti is almost defined by the fact that you're allowed to do it or not. If you're allowed to do it, it ceases to become graffiti, even though definitionally it still is. But it, actually, as we understand, it's no longer graffiti. It's just art or a mural or something like yeah. that. Becomes an art installation. Installation. I mean, and graffiti has grown so large beyond just subway cars that I mentioned it earlier, but one of the most famous tagging projects of all time is the Obey, which is, you know, Che Guevara, Under the Giants, the most famous picture of it. And not only was that famous around the world, we have in multiple cities like Tokyo, Singapore, Chicago, New York City, the Obey. Yeah. It's a clothing brand image. now. I was going to say that. And now, now it's a organized legit clothing brand it's not just graffiti anymore it's it's a legit no. thing where it, it reminds me that we we're talking about earlier where it's like stifling people drawing penises in the wall the person who isn't you know involved in obey which probably wants to keep himself or herself a little bit on the down low because of how much vandalism they've done they are now multimillionaires because they've grown that brand and you wouldn't be able to do that if you were stifled so early you need to have a chance to grow your ideas and your artwork. And although people would, wouldn't like to have a big sticker on Times Square, it's great. It's awesome. Obey, yeah. honor the giants. Fucking this is the <laughs> shit. It, not only is it cool looking, the message strikes people in a way that people are now saying, oh, that's more of a mural than graffiti now. But at the time, it wasn't. Yeah, it was Much like a though. lot of free speech, it's, it's a fucking nuisance until it makes changes. And people go, oh, maybe yeah. they should be allowed to do that. Well, you see that now. Now it's making a million dollars. Now we're allowed to put the Obey stickers up. But at the time, you would have put me in the fucking clink for that. Yeah, it's 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 a lot, definitely a lot more uh, socially acceptable now. Just obviously, there's still like the underground scenes and stuff. But I mean, it's made into video games, so you can spray paint the Tony Hawk games. I'm so glad <laughs> you brought that up because I almost forgot my next statement, which is one of my favorite video games of all time. It came out on Sega Dreamcast, which I didn't have because uh, you won't get. I wasn't rich, and I still am not rich, but it was re-released on the Xbox system, uh, and it was a great game called Jet Set Radio. They made a sequel of it called Jet Set Radio Future, and it's a one of those cel-shaded comic book artistic games where it's all about rollerblading and tagging. That's the entire game, <laughs> and it came out like simultaneously with Tony Hawk, where you also have to do tricks and whatever. You get points for that, but the main point of the game wasn't doing rollerblading tricks rollerblades were a way to tag and get it away was your fast. transportation yeah exactly so you have to get up on these skyscrapers and you could you could design your own artwork in the game and make your own tag and then whatever your character would tag it it would look like that so obviously i drew super cow and then my guy would spray it on the Naturally. side of a building be super cow it's awesome so not only did that um that game was the shit and it looks awesome it uh, it really synthesized all the assets that we're talking about. It, it's artwork, it's countercultural, and the soundtrack was amazing. So it's kind of that, like blending it all together. Where this so are you talking about Tony Hawk or the film game? Because it sounds exactly the same. <laughs> well, that well, that's a great point. No, I'm talking about Jet Set Radio, yeah, yeah. but yeah, similar idea where it's it's that synthesizing them all together. We're saying like this is. It, it becomes art when people are accepting of it. Like on a smaller scale, for whatever reason, people are like, oh, that's, that's, that's bullshit, it's vandalism, whatever. But if you make a larger statement, it becomes a societal conjoined situation. It's, it's a lot of, you know, whatever, kids or whatever you call it, countercultural individuals doing this shit together. And it becomes like this awesome piece of art, whether it's 
just the tag itself or it's the music meets the video game meets the idea of just rollerblading or skating around uh, Tony Hawk style or Jet Set Radio style and just tagging it up. Obviously, it's a nuisance, but where is the point where nuisance meets legitimate art meets legitimate free speech? And there's something in the middle there, which even nowadays with the process of modern video games or culture, it's still thriving. Yep. There's no video game about tagging subways in New York in the 70s, but, you know, Tony Hawk's a millionaire. So there's something to be said there. It's true. You know, in Madden 2023, they don't have a mini game where you throw beers at the refs. But in Tony Hawk, you can spray paint buildings. Yeah. That's and illegal. You, and you can design your own tag. In yeah. That's crazy. It's art. So do you want to bring that to our uh, our example of perhaps the most transcendent version yeah, well, of, of modern tagging. modern graffiti what it has yeah i mean not only... almost in the, in, the, in the mainstream view because everything breaks into the mainstream eventually of course and that's why we know about it as underground as you and i like to consider ourselves we're still as mainstream as anyone else maybe not the most mainstream person because we'd like to like look at our little parts of the world but I mean, we're still i'm not tagging shit so i only no. find out that way but this yeah, has got to be the best example shit. I take shit. That's gonna really run over the edit because you're gonna say that before I even say the word tag. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the example of going from legitimate crime vandalism bullshit to multi-million-dollar um, artists in the, the the same era as Van Gogh, Picasso. This person is that now, and it started out doing the exact thing we're talking about. Dom, who am I fucking talking about here? Um, I believe. You're talking about Colonel Sanders. That's right. And all the above. But uh, if you're not talking about him, then uh, you're definitely talking about uh, Banksy. I am talking about Banksy. Who, uh, which I, I think a very cool thing about him is not only that he, you know, he's an incredible artist, started off you know, or got popular through graffiti, but even to this day, totally anonymous. Yeah, which takes some doing. And it's almost the antithesis of what we're saying. It's the, I am here. I bang Tamawara here. It's like, I want you to know me for my art and respect the art and imbibe the message of it. But I don't want you to know who I am because not only at the time when you're growing up, is it illegal? Now, the mystique is more valuable. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I don't want you to know who I am. I want you to just look at the, what I painted. This is what I want you to see in yeah. me. Don't don't Look let don't let me affect how you're viewing this. I think a lot of artists could probably take a page from that book. Jesus Christ. Everyone else is telling you what you ate for lunch yesterday. I don't want to know what fucking Charlie Day does for a workout. Like I just want to look at Always Sunny and think he's funny. <laughs> you don't need to know what everyone does all <laughs> no, the time. That that the mis the air the air of mystery. People want to know everything. Oh, I'll be friends with them. It's fine, but like there's something lost there, and I think that Banksy not only use that as a, you know, kind of a safeguard to save themselves and be like, I don't want to get arrested or whatever, but also like it's uh, to service the art. It's not just that I, I don't want you to know me because I'll make more money. It's that the art should speak for itself and I produce it, listen to this in its own way. It's almost like coming up with pseudonyms or there's obviously been music albums and books written 
by you know pen names and been like, I just want you to appreciate this for what it is. Yeah. Much like uh, Chris Gaines, who uh, is actually Garth. Dude, I was telling, I made a joke about that with Amanda yesterday, and she was like, "What?" I was like, you know Garth Brooks? She goes, "Yeah." You know Chris Gaines? He goes, "No." <laughs> They're not the same guy. I was like, "Well, it's music country guy does like emo country and Chris Gaines, actually just Garth Brooks wearing a different hat." <laughs> It's also like Guy Fieri and the lead singer of Smash Mouth is the same person. Uh, well, the problem with that time. is the lead singer of Smash Mouth left the band. And Guy Fieri left Flavortown. He is Flavortown. Home is where the heart is, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, tell me what you know about Banksy. <laughs> Sorry, I just... All the clears is gold, and that, that, was, that was glittering. Um... Only shooting stars break the mold. Did you, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Banksy, it's it's yeah. Interesting thing about it, don't know a whole lot about him. Well, he started in the uh, what the late aughts, like two thousand. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I, 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 no, I'm saying like we know about his artwork. That's all yeah, I'm talking about, about his artwork. Yeah, but yeah. the individual we don't um, know much about. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, he not not the typical you know graffiti tagging where he is literally just doing like works of art or it's it's you know very very detailed a question like how does he even get these done without anybody seeing him do it it's right you know, they're like we're on a canvas that's an art itself be, the secrecy of it. immediately it's, that's it's, why i believe he started out like the true legit underground shit like he's so good at making it quiet and in a place like what you said earlier make it visible but hard to get to but not you know announcing yourself when you're doing it yeah. and the fact that he can put these pieces of art up in that way tells me that like he's he cut his teeth like actually doing it the underground way yeah, he was but he a, became a major art figure probably the most famous artist in the world right now i can't think of someone yeah. who paints i can't i can't tell you any more modern artist except for banksy no it's so it's i'm not so saying better or worse i'm just saying most famous, famous most clearly Banksy, who started out clearly as a graffiti yeah. artist. Well, also, it's it's incredibly hard to get recognized as an artist while you're still alive. Like mm. Van Gogh, especially was if not you won't tell anyone who you are. You're alive yeah. and you don't have a name. How the fuck are you gonna get famous that way? Yeah, Van Gogh wasn't a famous painter until like Let hundreds the art of years speak after for itself. he died. Someone else is yes. like, oh, it makes sense now. Whatever. He's mm. able to pull off being a modern artist who is able to. You know, he still does the graffiti stuff. It branches into, like, you know, he can't steal enough paint to do his projects. He needs actual money to buy it for real. So he does some smaller pieces he can actually sell and make mm -hmm. a living off of it. Which, uh, you know, it's... Well, now his pieces are worth millions of dollars. Yeah. You know, it's, you know what? This piece was my, my favorite piece that he ever did, which is the... Uh... And obviously this is... It's hard to parse out what, how much of this is scripted or how much people know about it. But it's one of my favorite pieces of modern art ever, which is the piece where it's a Banksy piece that's sitting on top of a, a, a plastic frame. So it's framed up, and it's a piece of paper. And underneath it is like a, a kind of like a mounted board here, a piece of plastic. And they auctioned it off. This is a Banksy piece, XYZ. So people are paying, 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 auction. Oh, $20,000. Oh, $100,000. And as soon as they go, it's closed. Sold that however much money it was. Let's say it's like two hundred grand. And it goes, all right, sold. And it goes, Rrr. the thing, it was a paper shredder. 
as soon as they sold it, it shredded the whole thing. It's like, oh my god, yeah. what a great piece of modern yeah, that, art. That, Not that only... thing sold for over a million dollars. Was it over a million? Yeah. Oh my god! I remember when that happened. And then, and then it shreds it immediately. Like, what a statement! I mean, obviously, it kind of seems up your own ass, but that's what you have to do. Is in a community above your own ass to be like, it's worth this much. As soon as you pay for it, it's worthless because the piece. In my interpretation, the piece isn't worth anything. It's the idea of it. And ironically, or not ironically, depending on what he wanted to do, shredding it made it worth $2 million. Like, yeah. the very fact that that happened made yeah. it worth more what money. What do you have? Oh, with, I so. have the pieces of Banksy's thing. Worth so much more like, than the, just the Banksy yard. So, you know, if human history follows its normal trend in 100 years, 10 people will have 10 pieces of it. It won't all be in one spot. Yeah, and, and it'll be like worth Exodia, that much more. Like when they all get together, you win. <laughs> it's just like Exodia. <laughs> Banksy is Exodia. That's what we're here to say today. And You're also, here first. <laughs> and also, that, that, people are crisis people actors. Actually- <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're on the same page. <laughs> we're synced up. Oh. But yeah, I mean, that, I mean, obviously he could have burned it, or, but no. But yeah, so I think it's fucking awesome. Uh, even though I think it is a little up his own ass pretentious art art shit, I love the idea of turning on his face. Even though, yeah, it's worth now twice as much, which is great. Uh, the idea of doing that is amazing, and even planning it out and being like, "You guys think it's worth this much money? Well, let's see what how much it's worth now." And yeah, it's worth double, but the idea is still there. I think. Yeah, yeah he didn't do it so it would be worth more. It's not. It's out no. of his hands and now. Anyways, he was like, "They're not going to expect this," but also yeah. this is exactly. It's like I feel like. You know, as like a true artist, he loves that he can make the money that he does doing so he can keep doing it. But he's like, I'm not doing this for the money, though. He's like, I just love doing this. I, want, I need to remind people that mm-hmm. th- I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing it for you. And I think he also, or, or we keep saying he, but it, it, we I, don't know. Yeah, it's probably like Jack the Ripper but, could be a group. Yeah. Yeah. It could be multiple people. Uh, it, it, it could be it could be one woman. think so and what i'm saying is that i like the idea of him putting out there but obviously he's getting a a, a, some sort of rise or at least some sort of satisfaction out of like probably people's reactions with it like he has a political artwork you know kind of uh you know poking and prodding being like oh you're trying yeah, to one, one get a rise of people ones is that little girl with the gas mask with the red balloon with, with the balloon yeah exactly so i mean obviously he's making statements here and the whole idea of shredding your own art after it's been sold for a million dollars is obviously getting a rise out of somebody but as soon as you get a rise out of them they're getting a rise out of you too so it's a mutual cycle and i i just think um yeah i mean as far as he's concerned or Banksy's concerned i should say fucking big fan love it Oh yeah, it's great. It's it's amazing. It's, it's more of that, please. It's cool. It's one of those things like sometimes you forget that you know Banksy exists, and like, oh, new painting popped up somewhere. It's, it's almost like they have the perfect concept of like how much time you should spend. He should be a fucking PR Mason, consultant yeah, on everyone famous, probably. and be like, just don't put your face out there all the time. Like, just show up every once in a while, like Zach Galifianakis nowadays, and just be like, every time we see you, we just love you. Yep. And then you, you just go away for five years and just show up again. It's, it's perfect. They don't want too much of you, especially now that people are so accessible through Twitter or Instagram. It's like, 
I know people love being involved in your life, but it's all fake anyways, so it's much better to be mysterious. Like I always say about uh, Star Wars, I don't want to see Han Solo's prom picture. I want to see him fucking in the Star Wars movie. I don't need to see his favorite lunch. It's too much. It yeah. ruins the mystique, and people get fucking bored of it, and they should because we're all just people at the end of the day, and people are fucking boring and annoying. So artists can be more than that. They have their opportunity to be more than that. And if Banksy comes out there and he goes... Hello, I'm Binksy. I have 10 pieces for sale for a million dollars each. He could make $5 million that day, but he'll never make another dollar again. He'll be like, oh, and the, the bloom is off the rose. Yeah, it's like, you, you know. And obviously, much- they don't care about that, or they would have, you know. Yeah, the mystique. I'm not saying that person doesn't make much more money other ways. I'm sure that if you're that smart, they probably make a lot of other money outside of their art. But yeah. in the art, keep it. You know, there's there's something, there's a lost, I think, not no pun intended, there's a lost art to uh-huh. keeping things mysterious and keeping it a certain way, which is, you know, everything now is you got to put it out today, you got to put it out yesterday, you got to constantly be showing people your shit. It keeps them engaged, but the more engagement you have, the less mystique you have, and the more people just think, whatever, you're just one of us. There's There's something to be gained by saying that we're all common humans, but the fact that you're just another fucking annoying prick that you know, has to take a piss at midnight, it's boring. And you can't be one of us. We need you to be more than that. You're a star. Yeah. It's like, you know, uh, you know how much I love the singer Sia. Yeah. One of the things she was great example. She was a singer in Australia for years to like moderate fame. Like nothing like Mm -hmm. she had like made a living off of it. Wasn't anything crazy though. Then she came here and she was like, well, what, what can I do that's different? She was, she literally said, like, I opened up Instagram and saw a celebrity at the dentist. And she was like, I don't need to know that they're at the dentist. So then that's why she started. You never never saw more than her mouth for years. So true. Now, I, mean, now I, I agree she, with that so much. Now we know what she looks like and she does interview. But when she's on stage, you only see, you're only seeing the mouth. She doesn't post about her personal life. And you just get that. And that's the... Anonymity is what, and I don't think that should be her. seen as like, oh, they're they're cagey. It's like, no, they're like making art in the way that they want to make it, which is like, you don't need to know how long my toenails are. This is the art. This is the image. Like, this is what it is. Like, yeah. take it or leave it. You're gonna you're gonna know who I am because of my art, not because of what I'm posting on Instagram. Yes, which is the opposite version, where it's like you're my best friend because you like the way I cook my breakfast, and then I make a shitty piece of art, and you like it just because you like my kids on Instagram. No, you like the art. The art is no. Made. I like your. If kids you want to get person. to know me, be my friend in real life, not my fucking fake social media friend. Ariana Grande doesn't have two trillion friends. She has one point nine 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 trillion people who look at her, and then probably like twenty friends. Like, let's not act like we know her. Like, oh, but I saw, I saw her, uh, her car, and she was, she was at Starbucks, and they got her order wrong. Like, I'm her best friend. It's like, you're not. Even that is her doing art. Oh, yeah. She's doing Even it in the shittiest I've... way possible. How many times I've been telling my mom, like, oh, you know, there's this guy, and he's a comedian, but he has a dog named this dog. It's this kind of dog. It's like, why you am I talking much. about it? I'm not even telling my mom a joke that this comedian writes. I'm just telling, like, it's just, this well, is I know about his life. The other day. We're so involved with it. And yeah, it's something to be, it's something lost there. Obviously, there's something to be gained there. We feel like we have a connection with them, but you're losing all of that, um, that movie magic. You know, no one knew that Humphrey Bogart, you know, used to jack off you know, inside of his shed in the backyard and he would tickle himself. And that's not true, but it could be because we don't know. But now we know exactly how um, Chris Pratt jacks off. 
um, in the confessional because he's very religious. He tebows it. He tebows <laughs> everything he does. He's kneeling down for. <laughs> <laughs> Anything, all right. Anything substantial. He's <laughs> uh, taking a hot lord in his mouth. Jesus Christ. Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's feeling good on a Wednesday. No, Dad, Lord music is actually really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Turning up on a Tuesday. All right, what do you think? Should we do final thoughts? Yeah, I think we do final thoughts. Oh! Sorry, man. I didn't, didn't see you there. What can I get you? Strongest thing? Cheapest? Strongest and cheapest. Let me think, let me think. You look like a man that, you know, you know what you want. I don't, I don't want to disappoint. Strongest? You know what? I got just the thing right here. called Bye Bye Juice. Bye Bye Juice? Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, it actually improves your memory. Is that right? You know, a lot of people say it's not true, but, uh, you know, I think the best way to find out is to try it. 95 proof, buck 50 a shot. Strong and cheap. Take my money, you bitch. You know what, sir? I just will take your money. Shot of Bye Bye Juice coming up! Hey, man. What is this place? I mean, I'm having fun, but... What is this place? I mean... What, you never seen a bar before? Oh, I've seen a bar, but not like this. Well, of course you've never seen a bar like this. This isn't any ordinary bar. This is the number one preferred bar for Dylan and Joe of the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. Do you know who those two men are? No. Hey, Eddie! This guy doesn't know who Dylan and Joe are! Eddie! Eddie must be gone. Dylan and Joe of the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. These two men, what they can do with their words... It's life-changing. They run a podcast. One of the leading podcasts in the country. And this is their favorite bar to go to. Is that right? I would, I've never had a patron here that didn't already know about them. How did you find this? Now I feel embarrassed. I actually remember how I found this place. I feel like... Someone recommended something to me. And I think I know I'm down here finding new mentions. Honestly, I don't don't remember how I got here. You know what will give you the memory? This bye-bye juice. Hard for me to turn down. What's it to? You know what? To the pod. To the pod, then.
the Dylan and Joe Basement Podcast. What the podcast? <laughs> Damn, Dipper, where'd you find this? Fuck You want to go first? Yeah, sure. I can go first. You want to go first? Yeah, no, no, you go first because I, I, I'm technically supposed to be kind of the host for this show. So yeah. All right. Well, I'll do my final thoughts here, and I, I, I like any other final thoughts. I've said it most already, but let's collate them into one big piece here. I think that um, it's you know, graffiti is what we've been talking about the whole time, which is that it's in it's a it's a cry out to the world. It's as ancient as cave paintings. It's as new as million-dollar pieces of paper that get shredded in an art museum. All the bigwigs put their pinkies and they go, oh, one billion dollars for this piece of shit. They literally could shit on a uh, piece of paper and be like, oh, who did it? Why did they do it? It's It's all the context there. Real whodunit. But I I think ultimately graffiti is um, an expression of humanity. It's... It's that cry out to the void. I'm alive. I am here. I was here. And hopefully after I'm gone, someone might notice this. And they might notice a little part of me. Of course, you want to make your pretty pictures or whatever statements you want to make. Political, social, otherwise. That's great. But deeper down, it's it's just saying. All graffiti, you might as well just say. I was here. Blank was here. I do exist. I did exist, and I hope that you notice me. And in some way, as this, you know, naked ape, I, I am gonna die. But I did exist, and, and it meant something. It didn't mean nothing that I was alive. And I think that's the expression of all art. But graffiti is a much more like pa- pounding the pavement, grounding, pounding way to be like this is just me. It's the the secrecy of it, the underground notion of it is a, is a big part of it but i think that um going all the way from spray painting dicks on the side of a high school to painting entire murals on the side of skyscrapers in providence there's something to be said for it and it's a legitimate piece of art it, it sucks that you have to see people like banksy to, to legitimize it and when you see the dollars roll in that's when you go oh i guess it's a real piece of art but it always was ever since the cave paintings of doing 105 uh, hand turkeys in Turkey, or, you know, you noticing Bigfoot back in the day on the cave paintings. These yeah. are the expressions where people are going through at the time. And if you don't etch them into stone, you have your own version of saying, I'm in the bathroom stall. Joe was here. And I really think that's what it all comes down to. And I think it should be appreciated as art and like any pieces of art, there's shitty versions of it. There's grossness of it. And I think ultimately it's a lot like free speech. And I will group those together almost as the same thing, which is that people need to be allowed to speak. They need to be allowed to voice their ideas and their ideas might make society worse to hear them. And it might be shitty and it might suck to hear them to be like, some guy can't just go and yell, fuck the president. I hope the president fucking dies. The president's an XYZ bleep bleep bleep. It's like no one wants to hear that, man. Don't be talking shit about the president all the time. But at the same time, you need to be allowed to do that. That's part of our as part of a free society. It's part of the exchange of ideas that needs to be happening. And I think the best countries in the world 
do that in the best societies in the world, let people express themselves, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it sucks, even if the side of the subway looks like a piece of crap. People need to be allowed to spread their voice and spread their values because that's the only way things change with the times and they're be allowed to freely express themselves. I, I think that I hate seeing graffiti on the side of fucking bus stations or if I'm in the bathroom and someone carves the word cunt on the wall. I'm like, oh, come on. That's it's a good fucking one, gross. But I, at the same time, they need to be able to do that. And I think that graffiti is the same as free speech where you need to be able to do this shit because eventually that person becomes banksier. That person has an idea that changes society through saying things like, you know, all people are equal in 1916 at bus station. I don't want to see that shit. Get that shit out of here. All people aren't equal. Well, fuck, fuck you. Like the, the, the idea might be bad now, but people should be allowed to express it openly. And even though it seems ugly to you at the time, we need to be allowed to hear ugly ideas that we hate or the ideas will always be in lockstep with whoever has the most power. In that case, we'll be the same subterfuge, shitty society, yep. and we always will be. So, I don't know. That's my thoughts on graffiti. That was very, that was very good. Sorry if it went too long. I so, uh, uh, ditto. Welcome. To, uh, thanks for watching our show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> What he said. <laughs> um, you know, I think as it's, uh, you know, interesting, you know, it's this art form, but it, you know, it, it's, it is and will always be illegal to, to the point. It's, you no, know, it's considered vandalism, whether you're, you're a vandal. Yeah. It's a, it, whether you're from, you know, Western Germany a thousand years ago, or you're just like some guy, you're like, oh, look, I, I had a pen in my pocket. I drew a four leaf clover. Like, that's vandals. You can't do that. And it's on the same level as... I mean, think about uh, like Tommy Two-Tone. For a good time call. The oldest vandalism yeah. for the 80s. For a good time call. And it's just, you know, it just... It, uh... Wow, I really wish I remember what I was going to say. But it's just, it's, it's you know, it's, it's so important. And then we touched on it, it's like... Touched on it earlier. What could these people become if you don't take that away from them? When you, you know, like, oh... You're going to jail because this is your third time getting caught doing this. Now you don't get to do it anymore, and it discourages them from pursuing their art. And it's just you know, it's like it's 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 like a thing of human nature. It's been going on for thousands and thousands of years. People have always been expressing themselves on walls. It's it, it like we said, it predates writing. It's, it's it's so important to it have evolved into something where Banksy can make the money doing it and make it well known have uh, that art form kind of like make it into the public eye in a positive way even though if a lot of people don't think it should be that way it's still doing it you know, everything everything becomes something you can make money off of eventually and I think graffiti is one it. of the newer things to enter that world And that's how we do it here, folks, at Toilet Wine Podcast, starring Dom and Joe. Next week, hopefully, we're going to have our boy back here, our fearless leader, Dylan Reed. We're going to be back for the Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. Yeah, when he, when he, meantime, when he gets back from the war camp, 
I think he will be <laughs> properly trained to defend this podcast. And uh, I hope so. I think it'll be a good time. But uh, you know, Joe, before we end, I think uh, I think we should do a toast to someone. I think so, as of course is tradition. And how do you make your tradition, Dom? By starting something new and doing it over and over. That's right. So I think uh, I think for for once we're both actually kind of prepared for this. We're not stopping, going and doing it, and then coming back for a minute and a half clip that Joe has to edit it later. Not only does that help me with the edit, it helps me and the listeners with you know being not so bored for two seconds later. Yeah. Well, no, I mean they've been bored for two hours. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I will say. So let's. Uh, so I have one more final thought, and this is not about. This is about the episode itself. Mm. Uh, I don't think we've ever repeated ourselves so many times. But uh, probably I true. think I think I also think this is one of the most natural. That's called flowing. driving the point home. We're like politicians; just yeah. keep saying something, and it becomes true just of the value. Yeah, but of I, saying I think it we repeat it so many times; it's such a natural thing to do that. I think this is the most naturally flowing episode we've done. Where it was more of just so. us having a conversation than like we're making a podcast. And yeah. I, I I hope it comes out and that kind of thing. And I hope this stays. And I hope these, whoever li- listens this deep into it appreciates that. I hope so too. I, I know I do. So uh, let's uh, let's do a let's do a little toast to Banksy for uh, whether Banksy. whether Banksy wanted it or not, bringing graffiti into the mainstream and you know getting rid of the the stigma even just a little bit. Stigma balls. I was waiting for you to do that because <laughs> I almost did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know. To Banksy, Banksy. and to graffiti. Oi. Graffiti. Graffiti. And, uh, and with that shot, we bid you farewell from another episode of I am 1 million percent on board with this. I existed, I lived, I mattered. Please, yeah, I, someone I, notice I, me. I, I, notice me, Senpai. I, I, notice I, me. What are we talking about today, Dominic? What are we talking about today? Uh, Big Rome didn't like what was going on, so they, you know, paid off the earth to do a little dust up. Cover <laughs> <all up. laughs> it was a hit job. <laughs> how, how can you pass this as food? <laughs> so Italian, though. <laughs> Before Italy existed. You call this prosciutto? Let's dive deep quickly. So what? <laughs> commit suicide? Andy Dufresne didn't paint his way out of Shawshank. <laughs> Clip it. Uh, but yeah, so you're was, like a goat yeah. that committed a war crime. <laughs> Fry him up. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Michael Clark Douglas. Ten people will have ten pieces of it. It won't all be in one spot. Yeah, and, and it'll be like worth Exodia when they all get together. You win. <laughs> it's just like Exodia. <laughs> Banksy is Exodia. That's what we're here to say today. And heard also, it here first. <laughs> also, and also, that, the, people are crisis people actors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're on the same page. 
this is the way we are feeling. Excited to see my Lord and Savior Baphomet represented in such glorious Italian stone. I do hope his eyes gaze upon me and that my allegiance is recognized. I don't know. Notice me, senpai. Notice me.